And now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bow down to your master. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online. Website The Rocks is KMOD.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app. Available from the app store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we are on Facebook. Facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Corby. Good morning, Cornflake. Good morning. Good morning, Gimpy. Good morning. Can't believe he's on the phone. I know, right? I I was blown away when he actually answered. Because we So you went out, you just called him. I just straight up called him and and here's the shocker. He doesn't sound like he's half asleep. Right. Like, you know, hello. And I'm glad we get time. We haven't talked to him in a long time, so I'm I'm psyched to see what's going on in his world. Hey, dude, how are you? I'm pretty good. How about yourself? Jeffrey Dummer is on the phone. I asked to talk to Jeffrey Dummer today. We didn't think you would answer because you've been kind of hard to get a hold of. Well, you know, I lost my job, so I've been kind of, you know, unemployed again. Usually that's when we hear from you, though. (laughs) We usually hear from you when you're unemployed. Or tripping. Usually. (laughs) 
Oh, I've been thinking about coming back. Yeah, how's that going? <laughs> What? Well, it got, it got you guys to call me. So. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. Now, why did you lose your job? I was so close to graduating training, and I was late one time, and, like, being late is the biggest thing on there, like, not to do. It. Yeah, most people that is. What, uh, was this a new job or the job you've always had? Oh, this is a new job. So what happened to the other job, the call center place? I got laid off. You, oh, I didn't know that. See, we haven't talked yeah, to you. Well, the, they have a, like, their whole, they got bought out. Okay. So they were changing everyone's schedule, and the schedule that they gave me, it wasn't working. So I kept coming in late because they won't want me to come in at, like, 6 a.m. Right, so you just go ahead and come in late. I totally understand. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and you were a supervisor there, is that correct? No, not that one. Oh. I was a supervisor at the one before. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you're, you were on your third job since we've talked to you last. So you got downgraded from a supervisor in the next job? You are like, I was a supervisor, and they're like, yeah, no, you weren't. <laughs> no, it w- wasn't like that, but well, kind of, sort of. <laughs> so, back on, so back on the hunt, huh? Yeah, back on the hunt. think oh. I'm going to have to do actual hard labor now because all the call center jobs are kind of already picked through. Yeah. Yeah, the word spreads. <laughs> you're on the list, apparently, huh? <laughs> what is, uh, what's going on? Are you married yet? Not yet. Yeah? Have you set a date? Nope. <laughs> I'm probably not for another couple of years. A couple of years? Why? I want, I mean, I don't know. We've just been fighting a lot lately, so I don't really want to tie the knot. You were fighting a lot before. Yeah, I know. But she got a job, and she said she's going to pay my child support, and so I'm ready to get a new job. Right, now you're ready to marry her, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know if you heard, but I I had a child. I did. Congratulations. Thank you for saying that after I told you. (laughs) Um, uh, So before I tell you the news I have for you, do you have any parental advice for me? Because you have a little girl. I had a little girl. They'll never be friends. What? <laughs> but you've you've pl- you've raised your daughter one day a week and every other weekend. So maybe you can tell me. Just not the shaker. That's all. <laughs> the most important thing. Right. And you learned that from us too, didn't you? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> right on. Okay. Four years too late, but four years too late. Oh. Well, you already shook your baby? What happened? You shook your baby? No, no. If you don't have a job, why are you up so early? I've, I've been up all night. I've been bored. Like, I can't sleep. I sleep all day. He's high on so the I'm up, I'm up all. I'm up all night. That, how does that go for job searching? Just curious. I just put him in on the, on the computer and wait for a callback. Right, right. You know what you should do? <laughs> you know what you should do? You should start a GoFundMe page. I should. I'm not kidding. Post away so on our page. Can I just, can I just, you know, put it all over your page and everything? Yeah, all yeah. Over the absolutely. <laughs> I would love for okay. you to do that. You know, there's kids with cancer, right? Yeah, but he I doesn't can... have a job. <laughs> all right. So I have been contacted from somebody that wants to talk to you. Can you think of anything in your life that someone would be contacting us to contact you? Um, not really, no, mostly because 
I made a, a comment on my Facebook, like the Jeffrey Dummer one recently. Okay. That said, I should should I come back? Yes or no? I'm like, you know, it was both yes and no. But then one person said, oh, I'm letting the radio station know. Do you realize who you tagged? What a piece of, like, started talking crap on me. Right. So I don't know if it was that person, but I really don't have any idea. No warrants or, you know, bill collectors that would be contacting <laughs> us. You were never talking about the show, maybe? Debt collectors, no. Debt collectors, right, because that would be odd. <laughs> Are you still name dropping? <laughs> no, not really. You're a liar. I don't believe you. Yeah, You're I don't a liar. believe you either. Hear things. People tell me, but it's not like I... The only thing I've done that would even re- remotely think that, that you guys would contact me is I started right like... I still write on dollar bills, and I'll write the Big Man Morning Show, and I'll write I'm Jeffrey Dummer. Right, that's name dropping. And, that's name well, okay. dropping. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm named after non-government money. Right, and and we have been contacted a lot about that, but that's not okay. why we. That's not what's prompted this phone call and us communicating with you this morning. I have no idea. Then we have been contacted by a media company that needs your permission to be on a TV show. What do you mean? We, uh, I'm sorry. Um, we have been contacted by a television company that wants to put you on a television show. Okay. That's it? I mean, yeah, when I got I mean, that the, news, only, the only thing I could think of is Big Brother. That's the only show I love to be on. But I don't, <laughs> Believe I don't me, if I could sequester you somewhere for 90 days, <laughs> I could probably win the presidency. <laughs> um, it is not Big Brother. Uh, I, I could not imagine who it would be. It's in the UK. Ooh. What? Yeah, do you know what the UK is? Yeah, United Kingdom. Yeah, where is that? Europe. <laughs> right. Right. What <laughs> what country what like country neighbors it? The UK uh I I don't know Russia. <laughs> I mean in, with, within a vicinity, sure. Sure. Close. Right. Ireland. <laughs> Ireland, Scotland. Right. Anyway, so uh, they saw a video of yours, and they want your permission for a TV show. Yeah, I would love to do that. I don't care what it would would require. Right. Do you? What video do you think it is that you've made with us? Of course, <laughs> that they want to use. I think it would be either like the waxing, where you like wax my whole lower region. Okay. The one where I was crying like a little bitch about the the show, the throat shocker. Okay. Or the one where you duct taped balloons to me with a whistle, and you went around with a whistle ball bat and was like <laughs> popping them on me with a thumbtack. <laughs> I forgot about that one. That was hilarious. <laughs> Um, none of those. What is your best video? In your opinion, what's the best video you've done? The one where I was caught. <laughs> um, um, I think the other one would be where you put the tarantula and the scorpion on me at the same time. Yeah, those were pretty, yeah. that was pretty good. You've had a lot of fun with us. I know, it's a ton of fun. 
Right. I almost I loved every minute of it. So it loved it so much. In fact, you've vaporized. Like we, you've never been around. Like it's been a while. Spanish. Last time we excuse me. Last time we talked to Jeffrey Dummer was March six of twenty fifteen. March six. March Jesus. Six was the last time. Dude, we dude ton of fun. He's yeah. had a ton of fun. He cares so much. Uh, you're the kind of guy that has so much fun with something. He just sticks with it. <laughs> Yeah, completely. Until but anything, anything you're glutton for punishment for, you just stick with, <laughs> like your engagement. <laughs> uh, it is the date me video. Are you serious? Yes. Literally, wow. Literally your worst video. Yeah. Oh, horrible. Yes. I agree. <laughs> it's For those who don't know, it's the video where you're soliciting for a date, and you're sitting on the couch in Biggie's office. God rest his soul. And you are, you have a phone number and you're asking for help and you're making gestures and making fun of people. And if I remember correctly, no one contacted you. Right. <laughs> well, well. two-week spiel and no one contacted you about it. Yeah. Maybe the TV show is like most pathetic Americans. <laughs> they have not told me what the show is for yet, though. And I'm not okay. sure if they're going to fly you out there. Or if you're going to get paid or anything like that. If would would you would you um, allow me to negotiate on your behalf? Um, I, I will not take a fee. But like, what type of things are you going to like try and negotiate? No, I'm. What do you mean? Like, what are you worried about? Well, are you going to, like, downsize me or, like, try to make me seem like I'm, you know... Based on our conversation this morning, <laughs> how much downsizing can I do? Uh, that's true. <laughs> no, I, no, I'm, you've never meandered through these obstacles. I have. I feel like I could help you. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if, if you want to negotiate for me, I, I'd love it. Great. Done. Now, now we're going to finally hear from him a lot. He's going to finally be like available to right. talk to you. He's, it's going to be 6 a.m. I mean, right? Jimmy's like, going to be texting me going, hey, he's at the side door. <laughs> Should I let him in? <laughs> Do you want him inside? Hell no. Uh, all right, man. Well, I'll let you know what happens. Um, if you don't hear from me, that's good news. That's good news. Okay. Yeah, no news is good news. <laughs> <laughs> right. Does that I'll sound good? Your word on it. That sounds. And when I when I know something like what show it's going to be on and all that, of course we will talk about it. I would I would greatly appreciate that. But would you? Okay. Mm. Or probably <laughs> I, I'll just do what you do to us. I'll tell you I'm going to do it, and then you'll never hear from me. Oh, okay. <laughs> How does that sound? That works. Too, you should I probably hold your breath. Right. Hold your breath. <laughs> do that for us. Uh, all right, man. Well, thank you for picking up the phone. Sorry to hear about not having a job. Congratulations <laughs> on maybe making it on a show. Do you have anything else you want to say or ask or parental yeah, advice? No, recently died. That white mouse that you gave me like two years ago. Oh my gosh! Jeez. I, I had kept it all this time, and like it started getting like looking real crappy, like its last month of life. So I just kept like feeding it and feeding it, and it went into its little rat tunnel and died in there. How long did it take so that it was dead? Uh, two days. So the smell is what got you, huh? No, it, it didn't even start smelling. It just was in the sock and its tail was out. And I was like, man, it hasn't moved a whole day. And I touched it and it didn't move. So 
Yeah. It just didn't smell enough to. Buried it. Yeah. Didn't, didn't smell enough to overpower I've, the rest of his room. I feel like at this point we should tell him that Biggie passed away. Oh, jeez. Right? I don't know if you're aware. Oh, uh, like yeah. Should, okay. I kind of went to the, you know. Okay. Well, I didn't, I didn't know. I mean, you kind of let days go by before you notice those things, so. <laughs> and you did tag him in a post recently. Right. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> you did tag Biggie in a post? I figured it would give me a couple more, you know. <laughs> You know what would get you eyes is actually like, I don't know, showing up here. (laughs) That's true. I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll hold our breath now. Think about it. Patio parties. We've been doing patio parties. Every Friday. No, 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 no. (laughs) No, the next one isn't till next Friday. Oh. So. All right, brother. Well, good luck. I'll let you know. Gimpy will be in touch with you. Okay. All right, I'm I'm not giving you my number. All right. Your new number? Sorry, the phone's breaking up. See you later. (laughs) Good Lord. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) The chances the clear is zero. He's so excited. Literally, he hung up the phone right now, and he's like, this could be my big break. I knew something good was going to happen. I picked up that lucky penny, and now my luck's a-changing. Right. I was thinking about you guys, so that's probably why you called. Right. Yes, our uh-huh. brains are connected. <laughs> Ooh, I hope not. That was a fun little trip down memory lane. Yep. We'll do it again. I in wouldn't. Six I would not mind if he was on the show more. No. I. I Fridays only. Listen. Ugh. Listen. I know. Everyone should be like, thank God. Let the targets go somewhere else. Seriously. <laughs> What are you guys not getting here? If he's there, it takes the uh, eye off of us. Right, right. And from the listeners, too, by the way. Uh, Please come back. All right, so it's Wednesday. We're going to stump Sam. We've got tickets, VIP tickets for Center of the Universe Festival we're going to give away. And we've got our top five songs that we're going to do. Today, I guess this is an homage. Yeah. Sure. Top five father-daughter songs from Seaman Sam. No, so you so picked these. Yeah. Did you cry? Yeah, yeah. Yesterday I was showing Cornflake one of the songs, and I had to turn it off because I was like, "I can't, I can't." Right. So for sure, I know at least two of these songs are going to make me cry, and I know you are going to cry. Really? For sure. Fun. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm I'm totally comfortable as a man going. Yeah, I cry once in a while. So what? Yeah, especially you just had a daughter, and these are so touching for the daughter songs. All right. I'm going to cry for you. Fun. All right. <laughs> uh, well, we got to do news quickies when we return. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. You are listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. I think my favorite text that we got is if you let him back, I'm out. <laughs> I'd like to believe you, but I don't. I just don't. <laughs> you, who turns away from a train wreck? Nobody. That's right. We, we want to watch the train wreck completely. It's time for news quickies, world news, local news, and news that just makes you say, what the f***? Now here's Corbin, Cornflake, Gimpy, and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News quickies from the Big Man Morning Show in 97.5 KMOD. Veteran suffers gunshot wound protecting baby sea turtles. Oh, no! 
<laughs> who would have think? Who would have thought? Like, you know, dealing with sea turtles would get you shot. <laughs> well, uh, this man is a volunteer to protect baby sea turtles in, the, I guess, the mating season or the hatching season, whatever yeah. you want to call that. So he goes down there and he sets up stakes and you know, like uh, ropes it off areas where there's you know the nests are. Well, him and his buddy were down at, uh, on Friday at 11 p.m. Is checking on them, and if a 38 year old man, Michael McAuliffe, walked up on him and uh, started yelling at him. He said, "Quotes: I hate sea turtle people. You're all effing crazy. <laughs> <laughs> sea turtle people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they started arguing. The 72 year old veteran told the man to stand down. The the man is also on a walking with a cane. By the way, the veteran is. Uh, the man started getting aggressive and, and charging at him. The veteran pulls out a gun, didn't point it at him, just to show him that he had a gun. They get an altercation. The drunk man gets the gun. Right, because he was an old dude. Because he was old, <laughs> yeah. Gets the gun away from him, points it at him, fires. The veteran turns, the, uh, turns away from the bullet and gets shot in the butt and lodged in his butt cheek. Got shot in the butt dog. Yes. <laughs> this might be the first time... A man got shot in the butt over turtles. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of turtling, but... Uh-huh. Oh, yuck. <laughs> That's something I do. <laughs> What's fascinating is, why would you need a gun to protect the these baby turtles? Because when they hatch, right, they do their little flopping thing down to get into the water, and then seagulls eat them. <laughs> Maybe right. to shoot the seagulls. So, so that seagulls firing in the them. air. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would, you would look like a crazy person <laughs> doing that. Practice on seagulls, so the little baby little sea turtles can live. They're little flipper fins, and they're like, yeah, and they're trying to get to the water. Oh, yeah, it's so cute. It is super cute. Oh Are sea turtles endangered? Yes. Okay. That's why, like, they take and like rope off an area to try and protect them. Okay. Because people will just plop down their igloo. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> on top of a nest and just whatever and kill all the little babies before they're hatched. Okay. Well, that, that makes sense, them being endangered. Because I was thinking, you know, if they're protect, people are protecting these nests. I've seen people make, you know, human barriers around the nests while they're hatching and everything. My get them being endangered makes sense because if they weren't, then therefore humans are putting the balance, you know, the things out of balance. You know, like there's going to be too many turtles in the ocean, that type of thing. You know what I'm saying? No, I have no idea what you're talking I, about this moment. Woo, that was hard to follow. You're protecting, too many, you're protecting all these turtles, and then more are making it to the ocean than, you know, than naturally would happen. I forget the statistic, but they say that when baby turtles are hatched and there's like, you know, 40 of them and they're trying to make their way to the ocean, like two make it. Yeah. <laughs> Something like you know, that, yeah. Circle you, of life type of thing happening. If you help them in, then... That's not good because then they have to learn how to be like badass turtles and they have to survive that in order to be able to survive in the ocean, right? I have no idea. I've never <laughs> never lived as a turtle. I don't know. I feel like that's why you're not supposed to help them is because then if you help them, then you like, you know, that you did it for them. They have to, you know, struggle so that they know how to survive better in the ocean. And if you just do it for them, you know, teach a man to fish kind of thing. If you give him a fish, he'll eat for a day. If you teach him to fish, he'll eat for life. If you pick up the little turtle and you save it, and you're like, here you go in the ocean, it doesn't know what to do because you helped it. Yeah, I don't know. Its you're weakening their gene pool Yeah, you have by allowing the runts to live and all that stuff. I don't know. It's kind of worked well for humans. <laughs> right. But we're not turtles. I know, but we're, pr we're at the top of the food chain, and they constantly get helped. 
My favorite was when you're sitting there watching the little baby turtles trying to get to the water, and there's always one that's like, hey, let's get a cab. And like, <laughs> is way off the path, and you're like, I'm like, ah, turn around, dude. Yeah. And they have signs that say, don't touch them, don't help them, right? And the, some little girl always comes up, or little boy, and grabs it with its hands and throws it in the ocean. <laughs> you're like, get wow. I would want to help them, all of them. It's so fun to watch, because all the women are like, like when they first start and they're creeping out of the sand and moving the sand out of the way and they're like they're little tiny things and like deep 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 and they're just trying to get to the ocean and people are like oh my god it's this is amazing it's mother nature oh this is so beautiful they're so tiny and then and then they're dead within seconds and everybody's like standing there frozen faced with their jaws on the ground and they can't believe they literally just witnessed a miracle of life and death the whole circle of Life right there. <laughs> I want to compliment you on your bird noise. That was money. Thank by you. The way. Did you see cornflake flinch? I did. He got a little nervous. <laughs> so he's alive, though. The butt shot guy is alive. Butt shot guy survived. Yeah, he's okay. fine. The uh, guy that shot him, this is his second felony battery on a, a person 65 or older. Oh, jeez. Wow. Yeah. An awful human being. Pick Eagle someone sh- your own age. Seagulls should eat that guy for sure. <laughs> Dung spitting competition is a crappy way to prove yourself. You said dung? Dung. Yeah. D-U-N-G. Sure, sure. This is a real life competition. Uh, okay. it's This has happened for 37 years. This is the 37th annual, and it's called Lady of the Lake Festival. And it's in country Fegerman, Northern Ireland. Ireland. And literally, they put cheap poop in their mouth and then spit it. Gross. And see who can spit it the furthest. And that is their competition to see who okay. can spit the poop the furthest. And then whoever wins, <laughs> um, they receive like the equivalent of $155. The world <laughs> record is uh, 5.6 meters, which is a really far way to spit. <laughs> you don't even know. I have no idea. It's you don't even meters. know. It's like over 15 feet. Is it really? Yeah, five, three, there's three feet in a meter, right? And it's five and a half meters? It's 18.3 feet. A spitting! Pretty, pretty close. Yeah. A human, uh, I didn't know humans could spit that far. I could far. probably spit that far. You think you could spit feet? 20 feet? 18 feet. Well, 18 feet. 18 Lori. feet from, but not like a hill, not 15, not 18 feet off this building. Like sure, thank you. In front of you. <laughs> yes, I'm aware. <laughs> I'm 18 feet up, it works. Yeah, if I had the right <laughs> viscosity. Yeah. Drink some milk. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah but uh, allergies are kicking in. Maybe a sinus infection. Yeah, I think I could do it. This is. Can you? Could you think you could do it? The consistency of sheep poop. <laughs> I have no idea. You don't even know. I, I don't even know. I need the word sheep in front of that word. Seriously. Because it's to me, it's going to be all the same. Well, and the most disgusting part is. Well, I say this. Okay, you know when you're little and you're outside and you get really thirsty and you drink straight from the hose. Yes. That's what these guys are doing. With the oh, my gosh. Wow, that's just nasty. That is nasty. You're serious? For $150. Yes. <laughs> are they? They're photos of. Hey, listen, we're going to get into this. We would post them, but we can't. We'll explain that coming up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll explain that coming up. We'll explain why we can't post stuff. Oh. Uh, that's disgusting. Uh, passed out dad puts drugs in his two-year-old's cereal. Yeah. Now, police were called to the home of a 26-year-old Joseph Wilson after someone saw a toddler unattended in a stroller crying. Okay? So, police came to the apartment. They found Mr. Wilson passed out on the couch with his friend. 
standing over him, slapping him in the face, trying to wake him up. Uh, police uh, finally got him awake, and Mr. Wilson told him that him and his friend had been snorting Klonopin all day. And wow. Also, yeah, right? This guy don't wow. mess around. <laughs> so they've been snorting Klonopin all day, and that's when he acknowledged uh, putting some of the drugs into the girl's cereal, probably to get her to stop crying so he could sleep some more. Uh, of course, he was arrested. He's still in jail on charges of uh, possession and child endangerment. Doesn't Klonopin put you to sleep? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why the guy was passed out. He was all high on the Klonopins. And, and like I said, maybe that's why he was uh, putting it in the baby's cereal, you know. You've heard back in the day, like, uh, they would, uh, mothers would put, like, a little bit of rum or brandy or something in the bottom of a bottle. Yes. Yeah. Just to get the kids to sleep or whatever. Yes. Probably same thing. Okay. Just wants the baby to go to sleep so he could party some more or enjoy his high. And, uh, yeah. Sprinkle wow. Sprinkle it. some pills on the food. That's, That's right. brilliant. That's awful. <laughs> Letter carrier saves man trapped for 10 days. A letter carrier named Sissy Cartwright <laughs> says she's no hero, but 66-year-old Tommy Hope begs to differ. The man in Alabama was stuck on the floor of his rural home for 10 days after falling and breaking several bones on July 4th. Wow. He would have died there if the letter carrier, who has been delivering mail in the area for more than 20 years, hadn't noticed his man starting to pile, um, his mail starting to pile up and decided to go up his long driveway to investigate to see what was going on. When she went to his front door to call for him, he called back for help. Uh, the man had been unable to stand up to reach a phone, though he had been able to stay alive by drinking rainwater from a bucket outside the front door. The man who was treated for dehydration is now recovering, of course, in a hospital and has been visited several times by the letter carrier who says that it's amazing he was able to survive and that she's glad she was in the right place at the right time. Quote, our carriers are never or I'm sorry. Our carriers are not just delivering mail every day and they're not just delivering packages every day. They're delivering service every day. That's according to the postmaster to a local TV station. Adding that letter carriers are the eyes and ears of the community. <laughs> letter carriers who have heard the story are, quote, thinking that if it saved one person's life, it can save a lot more if we're all just dedicated and watching and looking out for elderly and anything unusual that might be happening. I think mail carriers are one of those underappreciated uh, careers. Totally. Because not only do you think I got to put like 40 cents or 60 cents or whatever it is now on a stamp mm -hmm. and I can mail something across the country. That's impressive. Yeah. But the fact this type of thing, ha they're in your neighborhood. They're checking your house. They know the ins and outs of the neighborhood. They know who belongs there. They know who doesn't. I'm not saying oh. they're security force. Right. I'm just saying they're they are eyes and ears. Yeah. Pretty. They have to be observant. They're there every day. Yes. And it's boring. So you're going to be like, hey, listen, all smell. Maybe I should investigate. Dun, 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 That's why you should give them Christmas cards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a good idea. A lot of people give. Growing up, my mom would give gifts to the mail carrier and the trashman for Christmas. Oh, that's good. They hook then They'll take care of your stuff better. Yeah. They don't throw your trash can around. Oh. Yeah. Smart. All right. We've got to take a break and we'll be back. More of the Big Mad Morning Show is next. 97.5. KMOD. Good morning. It is the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Join us now from The Buzz, 1430. The Big Show with Pop from 2 to 6 on 1430 AM. Listen for it on your iHeartRadio app and Fox Sports Radio Nationwide. Oh, and the OU Radio Network. Chris Plank is joining us. Good morning, Chris. We're getting there, Corbin. 
We are. Slowly but surely, we're getting there to the world of football. And yesterday wrapped up the Big 12 Media Days. Two days of everybody's great, everyone improved, we've got no problems, and things are looking up. So if, if you it, had any negative vibes, you should have gone to Big 12 Media Days. I just want everybody to see how great Chris is at his job because he didn't even go. Yeah, I didn't even go. And he knew that that <laughs> well, was the Well, I statements. didn't go, but it, I've gone the last 10 years. This was the first year we hadn't gone in a while. And I talked to a lot of my friends last night who had made the roadie down, and they're like, you didn't miss anything. In fact, my, the, my, Red Bull. My Red Bull. Fa- the Red Bull chicks came by. That's right. Uh, my favorite part, and this is the true sports dork nature of it, my favorite part is the director of officials, Walt Anderson, who is an NFL referee, does about an hour and a half presentation every Tuesday morning of laying out all the rules, all the changes. They'll play videos and show you how calls were screwed up. They, and he even said, I don't really have much to change this year. He's like, not many, too many people were complaining about things, except that they are working on linemen downfield uh, because linemen are getting way downfield before passes are thrown, and that's a, a penalty. I think they get three yards, four yards maybe. Um, so they're working on that, and they're continuing to fine-tune the targeting penalties. But beyond that, eh, not really too much to complain about on the officiating side of things. Not to say they didn't screw up a lot last year, because you look back on the Oklahoma loss to Kansas State, they even admitted that that was one of their worst days of the year. He's like, well, maybe we had a bad day that day, officiating-wise. But uh, for the most part, it was kind of a laid-back day. Bob Stoops answered questions about Joe Mixon yesterday for the first time. Which I thought was, if anything, maybe the most compelling thing to come out I of the Big 12 so media day. Sooner fans are pretty pissed about it because it keeps getting brought up. But, you know, it's it's going to be. We, we just have to accept it. Especially, it's not over. Yeah, especially if he plays well and performs well. This isn't going away. And, he and, won't win the Heisman. No, uh, not, not unless he... Rushes for two thousand yards, and even I at that think, point, you, you would start getting the personal questions that would come up, even though it was now, you know, a year ago. So, I I know it I know it sucks for some, but dude, it's not going away, right? You know? and, and the video, if it ever comes out, there's a whole another issue that you would have to deal with. So, I thought Bob handled it well. Uh, I think at some point, someone's going to have to ask the question. Hey, come on, now. He, he seems like a badass running back, so he gets more opportunities than say a third string lineman. <laughs> but I think that's obvious, right? Sure. When you have a guy that you think could be a difference maker for a long time and who's a five-star recruit, yeah, he might get a few more opportunities. At least still his junior year, and then he'll go Right, exactly. And then when he turns pro, it's like, okay, we'll see. Right. Or, or if he doesn't pan out, then it kind of becomes, hey, why do we give this guy a chance? Right. So it was a, it was a very interesting day yesterday. Mike Gundy stayed optimistic and upbeat, and uh, Charlie Strong continues to impress with everything he does with the media at Texas. Now we'll just see if it relates on the field. Uh, there was some big news in the NFL as the final first-round pick finally agreed to terms. Marcus Mariota, the second pick in the draft, signed with the Titans. The team announced the agreement right about 6 o'clock yesterday. Mariota's the last first-round pick to sign. DeJon Smith and Henry Anderson, both third-round selections of the Colts, are now the last remaining draft picks to work out contracts with their teams. And speaking of contracts, Adrian Peterson agreed to a restructured deal with the Minnesota Vikings. Now, he was due base salaries of 12 14 and $16 million over the next three seasons. The money that he will make now is more guaranteed money. And, you know, we didn't get to talk about the Aaron Cromer story last week. He's the offensive line coach for the Bills who allegedly got physical with a kid. <laughs> a oh, youth that's right. On the beach. The, yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it looks like the Bills have already decided to part ways with him. Now, they haven't announced it yet, but they have planned for their assistant offensive line coach to replace him. His son 
is a grad assistant down at OU. Uh, so oh, came, really? Yeah, he was at several OU games over the last couple now, of years. Now, if I remember right, the incident was over a chair on yep. a beach, chair right? Chair on a beach, right. And he pushed the kid down or something like That's that? That's the rumor. They'd had a couple of problems the last oh, few days leading up to it, and I guess the kids had stolen beach chairs, so he had had <laughs> enough and went down and was going to let them have it. And had the old claim that, hey, it was dark out, so he couldn't really tell, and they started talking trash, and the next thing you know, one of them... One of them found themselves on the ground. And he was an offensive line coach? Offensive line coach. He'd been the offensive okay. coordinator last year for the Bears. Usually, a- offensive line coaches aren't tiny. No, he's a big dude. Yeah, he, now he's not a monster. You know, it's, it's not like you look at him like Big O, but I mean, he's a he's a fairly good sized dude, and his and his son's a pretty big guy too. There so. was breaking news out of the UFC yesterday. I don't know if you saw this. We got to watch that video at some point today. The, right, you're referring to the the Christy Mack telling her story about how War Machine kicked her ass. Yeah, with the uh, Bryant Gumble. Right, he, such HBO a prick. Piece, yeah, um, but Stitch, the Cutman for the UFC, was fired. What? Why? Yes. Apparently, he was outspoken regarding the Reebok deal. Oh, he was? Um, because he has a lot of sponsors, and he says Cutman don't make very much money. So he had a lot of sponsors that kind of paid for everything. Mm-hmm. And he said that he'll just do boxing anyway because they pay more. But he said the Reebok deal required Cutman to also wear Reebok gear, but didn't get any cuts like fighters did. And so he talked about how so much it sucked. And hmm. so he was fired. For those who don't know, Stitch is the cut man for the UFC that you probably would recognize if you right, saw him. Right, you'd know him if you saw he him. He's been a part of the UFC since UFC 33 after Dana White saw him at a K1 event and said, you have to join us. Right. And he said, I owe everything to Dana White. I can't believe he didn't call me to fire me. Oh, man. Uh, don't forget, fight night, Friday night, Rumble on the River. We'll tell you more about that in like two seconds. And then UFC fight night uh, in Chicago, Dillashaw versus Braille. So yes. I think Misha Tate's on that as yeah, well. Yes, yeah, she is. So, yeah. That's Balls to the Wall Sports. I'm Chris Plank on the Big Bad Morning Show. Good morning. You are listening to the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. On Friday morning at 10 a.m., Fairway to Heaven 9 goes on sale. If you're unfamiliar with Fairway to Heaven 9, you have been missing out. Fairway to Heaven is where everybody gets together and we play a little golf at night. It's a hole-in-one competition. If you make a hole-in-one, you win the prize on that hole. Every hole, it's the par 3 course, every hole has a prize. <sighs> you have this look on your face like... I love going to places where every hole has a prize. You know what I mean? That sounds awesome. I consider just getting it in the hole as a prize. That's just me. But sounds glorious. It does sound glorious. Anyway, over $200,000 in cash and prizes are available. It's all brought to you by Route 66 RV and, of course, the Station Rocks KMOD. Again, 10 a.m. They go on sale. We don't give them away. If we do give them away, they have like one or two we give away, and you've got to really, we make it pretty challenging. you got to earn it. So, you know, it's a foursome. Everything you need to know about it is at KMOD.com. Something happened that we have to talk about on the show that has kind of handicapped us. Uh-oh. We posted something on Facebook that Facebook did not like. Made them grumpy. <laughs> and we got locked out. We all got locked out, right? Initially, yeah? Yeah, for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Now... The post that got us locked out was a cornflake post, which shouldn't surprise anybody if you know the type of post he puts up. <laughs> he puts up some really weird stuff. We have these meetings where we, we get together and just look at viral videos. That's all we do. And every time we get one from cornflake, 
It, it tends to be on the side of bizarre. Like, just where did this exist? <laughs> things I find funny. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, so I was surprised this is the post that got us in trouble. It was the post that you told yesterday or the day before about the man who ate chicken and his, his he grew boobs. Yeah, I think it was Monday. It was just a picture of some... Man boobs and some chicken. I don't even think it was man boobs. It was a mannequin. That's what I thought. I thought they weren't like real. Oh, I thought it was real. I thought it was real too. Well, then it's the pastiest mf'er I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, and the biggest areolas I've ever seen on a man too. Boy. <laughs> uh, so I was surprised this got banned, and we got banned for nudity. I don't know if they didn't read the story. They don't read the story. But someone, that means someone hit a button that didn't like it. <laughs> this story offends Shocking. me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think that that shouldn't, when you do that, that shouldn't be a anonymous thing. If someone puts something on your page and they're like, I don't like it, I should get to see that they did that. Right. So I can just block them from the site. Yeah. Like, so yeah. they can own up to it. Uh, they don't, I, listen, you have a right not to like something. Yeah. But then I don't want you on the page anymore. I, oh, God, that would just solve so many problems. That's like going to, into a bar, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned, and going, I don't like that you serve liquor. You shouldn't serve liquor. <laughs> exactly. Then don't go into the bar. Uh, totally agree. And fun fact, if, on the top right corner of every post on Facebook from anybody, it's a little arrow. You click on that. You can hit hide. Or you don't have to look at it. If, if you don't want to scroll Dude, past it, you can hide it. People do not understand that. You wouldn't believe the message messages we get. <sighs> On some of our more concerning posts that people are saying that we should remove them from um, their please, page. Please untag me. Like, I don't know who you are. We didn't tag you. One of your <laughs> effing dumb little buddies did. That's not my responsibility. Stupid. God, that drives me crazy. I don't know what I did to get on this, but can you please take my tag off your post? Like, I love met you. I love that we could let's just start tagging anyone and everyone to our photos. Just like alphabetically. Yes. Yeah, we'll just work through the alphabet of all the people. I'll you know stroll backwards. What's the number? All like uh sixty four thousand people. Yeah, that's a great idea. (laughs) That that like our page and then you know, then they'll have to just deal with it. (laughs) So like every time anyone replies to it, they all get a a message, yes. Like, hey, your friend that was also tagging this, right? Hey, Big Man Morning Show, Big Man. Yes, yeah. brilliant. <laughs> so all day you'll be thinking about us being offended. There's this thing, especially since Jerry Seinfeld has mentioned something, and even with the Donald Trump stuff, is that man, the PC police is just they are in full force now. It's like I don't agree with what Donald Trump is saying, but. I was watching the news last night. There was a great thing that happened. I don't know if you guys heard about this. He was um, doing a stump speech in South Carolina. And Lindsey Graham is a senator from South Carolina. And Lindsey Graham was on TV and he was dogging uh, Donald Trump. Basically calling him um, a a jackass, basically. And so... Donald Trump then was on doing the stump speech, and he did something awesome, which I love that he called out Lindsey Graham. Here, I'll just let you listen. Okay. So Lindsey Graham says to me, please, please, whatever you can do. You know what I'm saying? I said, what's this guy, a beggar? He's like begging me to help him with Fox and Friends. So I say, okay, 
and I'll mention your name. He said, could you mention my name? I said, yes, I'll mention. And he gave me his number, and I found the card. It, I wrote the number down. I don't know if it's the right number. Let's try it. 202-228. I don't know. Maybe it's, you know, it's three, four years ago, so maybe it's an old number. 202-228. I don't know. Give it a shot. Gave out Lindsey Graham's phone number. Oh. No, that's someone else running for president. Wow. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Get this guy on our show. Yeah, right? <laughs> I think that's brilliant. I don't agree with a lot of things he's saying. I don't especially think he's acting presidential. No. However, he is calling some people out for being just babies. Like, he is breaking the system. Uh I do, I do not. I do not approve. I do not like it. My personal opinion, I do not want that. Right. He's acting like a crybaby himself. Yeah. He's offended. He's like, oh, yeah. well, I'm going to yeah. retaliate. Like, yeah. It's not the way a president of a, right. my country should right. act right. at all. That's why I'm not going to vote for him. But I don't think he should be pulled out. He shouldn't be forced to not be in the like a candidate. Yeah. I, don't, I get he's that. A, he's a gnat fly. Yeah, I get what you're saying, <laughs> but I don't think that our presidential election should be a... For entertainment value, so that but it is, no, but but it is. I so get, so just because this guy is doing the jokes that you would normally see on the Daily Show, that's making a joke of our. But this is this I, is I my point. Like this that. is where I'm coming full circle with the post that got put up of the moobs, and we had to take it down because people have you know are pussies. <laughs> is that this? You don't have to like this guy. Just because you don't like what he's saying and I don't like what he's saying and maybe a bunch of other people don't like what he's saying, should he be forced to drop out? No. I I don't think it's American to force someone, if they meet the qualifications, to run for president just because he's being a jackass. Uh, I think that there's a huge difference between a entertaining morning show and somebody running for a presidential election. I think those two things can't be compared. Personally, my opinion. They're both hilarious. No, no, no. <laughs> they can be compared on one basic principle, and that is freedom of speech. I mean, and that he should be allowed to say whatever he wants. And I think forcing him to not be in, the, in it anymore is, is going against the whole point of anybody can run for president. This guy just has a lot of money and isn't just going to go away soon. There have been plenty of people. There was a guy out of Texas, and I can't remember his name right now, and he was running for president, and he's this curmudgeon old dude, just redneck, always wears a cowboy hat. I forget his name. It'll come to me in a minute. And he just didn't have deep pockets. He would do things like this, too. He's calling people out for being pussies. So that's He's just, calling politi- politicians to the carpet. I, I mean, I get... Yeah, but Donald Trump isn't doing that because... He thinks it's right. He's doing it to be a jackass, to get on TV. And because, like, that's the American way. You can do whatever you want as long as you have money. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like he's doing anything. I don't, I, I'm not a fan of it. I don't think that he's doing anything good for the country. I think he's making a mockery. I disagree. Of- I disagree. I think he is doing something good. He may be making a mockery, but I think he's doing something good. What? He's making the other people uncomfortable and breaking the system. Yeah, who else has done this? I mean, so he should get praised for being a... I didn't a, say that. That is not what I said. That's not... Okay, you're saying that that's good that he's doing that. Yes. I don't, I don't, how is that good? I don't Because I don't our political that. system has been a um, monotonous, churning BS machine for a while. 
Yeah, but he's not changing anything. He's, he's not bringing do- attention to it. No, he's not really. He's just he's just giving out phone numbers of like other people. He's saying awful things about you know Amer- like people in different countries. He's he's not doing anything good. Uh, he's just being a he's being a dick. Let That's me ask it. you this. Let's not forget the war hero thing, right? Because mm-hmm. that that was pretty horrible. Mm-hmm. And uh, what he said about uh, Mexican people about right. them being rapists. Yes, and, like he's yeah very ignorant. Right, right. right. Uh, what has John McCain done for veterans? Ugh, I'm not educating that. I have no idea. But I don't know what now. Policies. It's on your radar. But now it's on your radar. Now you're wondering that. What? Because because Donald Trump made fun of him. He didn't make fun of him. That was the whole point. That's what. See, this is the thing: is the media is sensationalizing what he said. It's right? not sensationalizing it. He's sensationalizing what he said because instead of pointing out that, that how we got to that statement, he got to that statement by they were talking about that McCain hasn't done enough for veterans, and yeah, that, I think that's a poignant thing to talk about. Right. And if 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 Donald Trump had just said that rather than being like he's not a hero, oh, like if you're captured, that doesn't make you a hero. That means you got captured. Like. That's what he said. He's if 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 you were right in what he was saying and he was doing that, like that's that's being a good politician to be like, actually, he hasn't done anything. That's different than what he's doing. He's making right. a mockery out of it and out of everything that he's doing, and he's not making any points. He's just trying to get headlines and trying to be a dick. And I I don't see how that's any. I don't see how that's helping anything. It's working. I get, it, yeah, it's working he's like leading hell. in the polls. Yeah, yeah I I'm. I don't want that as my president. I think that that's yeah, crappy. Yeah, that's the best part is you don't have to vote for him. No, I get. I'm so so, but that doesn't mean saying, I just because don't you agree. don't like it and don't agree doesn't mean he should be forced out. And that's my point. That's what the, the only that is the topic du jour at this moment mm-hmm. is that I want to point out that just because we don't like it or you don't like a moobs post or whatever doesn't mean it should end because you and I'm using you figuratively, right. not you specifically. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't mean it should end. Turn your head. Hit volume. Change I, the channel. That's too much to ask. You know, like, you need to stop what you're doing. Right, but the, you're empowered. Instead of being like, I'm powerless and can't get it to stop, you actually are empowered. You don't have to watch. You don't have to listen. You can look away. You can move. <laughs> There's all these other things you can do rather than going, do this so I can do the least amount of work, which is complain or hit a button. Or the magic word, offended. Yes. Yeah. Offended. Stop. It's disgusting. Stop. You're not offended. <laughs> You're not offended. Seeing something horrible on television is out. I mean, that stuff's out there. Just because you guys don't know about a certain website that sends horrible videos, which the, it is out there. It's one of my favorite websites. <laughs> doesn't mean it should be shut down. And then the moment you realize it's there doesn't mean it should be shut down just because now you're aware of it. Right. It's always been there. You have a choice not to go to it. Just my opinion. But we put up a a post about moobs and we get banned and we can't post stuff for 24 hours. That's dumb. That's not teaching us a lesson. We're currently (laughs) on probation with YouTube (laughs) because of a foot licking video. Which has been way. I don't I don't understand. Right. Why? That because someone get. was offended because a person licked another person's foot. But we could put a beheading on there, and that's fine. Dude, listen, <laughs> I haven't <laughs> shared this yet. Sense. What I have learned since my wife has given birth is you can go on and look at boobs on YouTube. Yeah. Yes. There's a thing called hand expressions that you can do when um, someone's pumping milk. Do it right now. Google hand expressions YouTube. 
or breast pumping YouTube, you'll see all the boobies you want. <laughs> I'm not like they run amok. There's a, I've even seen. I love the, that you've already done it. That's hilarious. <laughs> like you're like yeah yeah totally. <laughs> Checking for lumps, breast lumps. Okay. They, yeah. uh-huh. It's on there, too. Yeah. I feel like that might be a little more creepy. But. Creepy, of course. How's, how's it creepy Blake? coming from me? He gives two examples. I give one, and right, I'm but the creep. He has a well, wife cancer, and kids. Cancer, death, right? I had, yeah. And breast pumping, I had a reason to go look. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're just looking at no, yeah, cancer's right. boobs. No. Right. Like, oh, I just said it's a little hands. bit more creepy. I didn't say it was full-fledged. <laughs> it was. You didn't turn your creep completely on. It was like a like a dimming light. You you were sliding it up a little bit, like it was starting to illuminate. Guess what I did last night. (laughs) And now it's a little bit brighter. Right, right. (laughs) The dim switch, dimmer switch, turned up a little bit brighter. Hand expression. Hand expressions. Breast feeding. uh, Breast pump. Boobs. Yeah. Lots of boobs. Lots Lots of of big breasts. Yes. Milk filled big boobies. Yes. Yes. A lot of them. Endless hours of boobies. Oh, gross. Oh, they're filling cups. Yes. Wow. Yes. <laughs> it is bizarre on every level. So you can actually look at boobs on YouTube. Foot licking, however, on uh, on YouTube, not going to happen. That is not appropriate. You know what? I'm looking at a breastfeeding a toddler. This kid's like at least three or four. Like, I'm so uncomfortable right now. But you can't lick a foot. This kid's asking for it. Like... <laughs> This is so weird. How is this okay? He's got teeth, but licking a foot isn't. Oh, oh I. That is weird. It's like that kid in Game of Thrones. And it has right. 2.1 uh, million views. Yeah. Ah! Yeah, because people want to see it. Yeah. His, right. mom, his mom's just sitting there talking to the camera, having a good old time. No big deal. Doing uh, math problems. This is a text that just came in. Uh, you can watch full uncensored gynecolog- uh, gynecological. Gyno, I'm just going to say, dumb it down for myself. (laughs) Gyno exams on YouTube. Oh, fun. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds horrible. Right? (laughs) Guess what doesn't turn me on? Gyno exams. No. Guess what's already in Cornflake's favorites? (laughs) I like this. I love this. Great. I'm glad this person asked this. Hey, I got banned from the BMMS Facebook page for some reason about a year ago, and I'd like to know why. Guess what? I don't have to tell you. (laughs) I don't need a reason to ban you, an outsider, from our page. That's the best part. You're probably being a dick. Yep. So we said goodbye to you. Bye, buddy. So uh, that's, there you go. You were being a dick. I don't even need to look. I don't even know why. There's not even a way to look it up. We banned you because we wanted to. Right. End of story. I'm sure you were being a gentleman. Right. I'm I'm sure sure it was something nice you did. Yeah. Helpful advice. And- Probably you're calling me pretty and calling Corbin a sweetheart. And I was just like, right. I don't want to put up with this. Ban. Right. <laughs> There's some days we're like, not in the mood. And we're just going, mm, ban. It's so liberating. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, all right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we got VIP tickets for Center of the Universe Festival. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. What up, N Bombs? This is Tulsa's Morning Show, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. Listening to the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Friday is the start of the Center of the Universe Festival. Three Days Grace, Congos, and more. We have VIP tickets for you to win all the way from... Uh, the promotions office into your sweet little hand. Let's play a game. 
VIP gets you up close, viewing to the main stage, and also gets you a VIP lounge with beverages. Yes. And a happy hour kind of situation, and then reserved air conditioning bathrooms for VIPs. Oh, yes. Can't wait. Pretty badass. (laughs) So today we're going to play Pick the Flick. Current record for Pick the Flick is... Well, I had to go back and do some research because I went on vacation and whoever replaced me didn't put scores in. So I found out Sam won Where would we have known to put the scores? In our little show log where it has the nice little what game did we play and who won. All right. Yeah. There was no information put in for last Wednesday or thanks for doing research. I really thought that you were just going to eat that number. (laughs) Listen, don't deflect. (laughs) No, I mean... put the podcast up? (laughs) Who didn't fill out the show log? Uh... Right. Maybe it was me. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) All right. All right. So Corbin has 11. I have seven for myself. Corn Flake has three. And Sam has four now. Woo! So she won. won. She won that week. She won last week. So she is ineligible to play. That is correct. All right. So 918 460 KMOD. You're going to decide who you want to read clues to you for Pick the Flick. We will name. I don't know. Clues to the movie that's on the card, and you've got to guess it correctly. (laughs) Uh, to win. All right. There are some double pointers in there. 918-460-KMOD. And we're going to go to the phones now. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Hey, it's Ash. Hey, Ash. <laughs> surprise, surprise. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Yourself? Good. Can you do the thing? Reet, reet, reet. I'm a prize pig. And before we get started, I have to say congratulations, Corbin. She is beautiful. Right. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Uh, all right, so who do you want to read clues to you to win Pick the Flick to get those VIP tickets for Center of the Universe Festival? I'm going to go with you, Corbin. All right, man, 60 seconds are going to be on the clock. Just answer them the best you can. I will decide when the pass occurs, okay? All righty. Timer will start after I give the first clue. Here we go. Molly Ringwald is in this, and she is wearing a uh, certain shade. I'm sorry? Club? No, it's one with just her that she did, and she is very attractive in a certain color. Um, uh, pretty in pink. Pretty in pink, yeah, that double pointer. Uh, this is a Disney, I think, maybe even a Pixar uh, animated, and it's a fairy tale about a girl with her hair. Oh, um, when, uh, Rapunzel, I can't think of... When your, hair, when your hair gets in knots, it is... Uh... Twisted, knotted. Uh. When you're trying to undo your uh, cord to plug in your phone and it's all bound up and you've got to un... Unwind it? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just going <laughs> to stick with it now. Uh, and it's kind of in knots, but you've, and you got to take your time. Some, maybe your wife's necklace gets this way and you need to, you have to help her un... Tangle. Right. Untangled. So, and the name of the show is... Untangled. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. Two, Ash. We got two. That's not good. No. It may be good enough, though. It may be. You still got hope if they pick Corn Flick. <laughs> All right? So hang on the line, bro, okay? What happens. All right, hang on. I was committed. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. I was like, I'm just going to stick with it. I felt like I gave pretty good clues. You maybe gave not. very solid clues. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. Clearly not. <laughs> good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Uh, Kent. Kent, what do you do for a living, Kent? Uh, I'm currently looking for a job right now. Oh, wow. Okay, so listen, not everybody that's looking for a job gets this opportunity. So, Kent, this is your pitch. Tell everybody why you would be an awesome employee. 
Um, I am committed and a hard worker. Okay. And what happened with your last job? Uh, I actually quit so I could start going to school. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, commitments. Love it. Cause you're, it sounds like you're very committed. <laughs> All right, Kent. Who do you want to drink close to you? Uh, do you want Cornflake or Gimpy? Um, let's go with Gimpy. All right, man. 60 seconds are going to be on the clock. Timer starts after he gives the first clue. And you will... Uh, just go ahead and uh, he'll he'll start when he's ready. He's he's you saw the first movie. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Gimby. All right. This is a movie that you see on uh, Sci-Fi a lot lately, and it's about animals that swim in the ocean, and yet a a form of weather that happens a lot here in Oklahoma. It's a stupid movie. Uh, Sharknado. You got it, man. <laughs> um. Oh, geez. This one. Uh. No. That's uh, pass on that one. Pass on that one. Okay, never seen this movie before, but this involves a uh, holiday in October, okay, which is? Halloween. Okay, and then the, the technical form for water is hydrogen, blank, oxygen. Two. Good Lord, man, what's the whole thing? Oh, Halloween two. No. <laughs> Come on, man. You got the first part right. Now what do you call water? It's a, it's a, the other word, not aqua, pass. Jesus Christ, can't work with me here. This is a movie about magic, apparently. And it's the, it's at the end where they show you what happened and how the trick was done. It's also known as. Oh. Kent, you're not helping me out here any. Wow. Pass on that one. Sweet mother of Mary. Okay, this is one of the. Kent, I'm sorry, man. You did not win. Oh, bummer. Have a great day, brother. You too. All right, see you later. Wow. That's funny. That was rough. (laughs) Ash. Oh, my God. That's right, dude. You're lucky. You are very lucky, man. Streak still continues. All right, man. Hang on the line, okay? All right. Thanks, man. You guys have a great day. You too, man. Wow. We would have got a lot of those were double pointers. And if he would have nailed any of them, (laughs) would have been great. Well, Sharknado was not a double pointer. That's what I thought, too. But eh, okay. All right. He got Sharknado, but he couldn't get any other one. Now you see me. That is Woody Harrelson and. What's her name? Um, anyway, they they are three ma- magic people and they steal money. Okay, and, and you could have been like blank. Now you don't. The first part of that that makes sense. I've never seen the movie. I the first thing that popped in my mind was that uh, was it. Catch me if you can with yeah. uh, Leo, and yeah. I was like, no, that's way not, different. I know movie. That's not it. Yeah, so I just passed on yeah. that one. Halloween H two O. Seriously, <laughs> yet an- another movie I've never seen. I, but. I, I think you did pretty good. I think you may have gotten hung up on the H2O. Right. I, I don't know. How do you describe H2O? It's the... It's the scientific words for water. Ex- uh, for that wet stuff. Right. Right, no. Scient- you you could have said scientific said words for water. Yeah. Actually, um, if you would have gotten that, you were like hydrogen. Like, you explained You what said H- hydrogen and oxygen. All right. Yeah, which so- is H2O. No, you said we can't do a, no, we, you can't no, do abbreviation. Well, okay, yeah. we'll let that one slide. It, it doesn't one matter. One. What yeah. else do you pass on? The prestige. The prestige. Yeah, you did not describe it at all. Well, I know it's a movie about magic. <laughs> it is a movie about magic. And the prestige is where they show you how the magic trick actually works, Negative. Right? No, okay, see, I know dick about uh, magic. Yeah, clearly. How many magic tricks have you seen that they go, and this is how I do it? Uh, none of them. Right. So Unless you're a magician, right? Don't no. they, they, they no. expose and the say no? The prestige is when you're like, look over here, but the actual trick is going on somewhere yes. else. Yes. Ah. Isn't 
That was a uh, Hugh Jackman. Is that right? Uh, the Prestige is is that the Hugh Jackman? Yes, yes, and, yes, and Colin something or other, one of the Collins. Yeah, it's an awesome movie, man. Yeah. David Bowie is in that movie. Ooh, and then I just have to see it then. Yeah. He plays Tesla. Tesla, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Tesla Tesla the the man. Yeah. (laughs) Created, yeah, the electricity guy. Yeah, Nikola Tesla. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. it's all. It's an awesome movie, dude. It's one I recommend. Is it on Netflix? It might be. I'll have to check it out. It might be. Magic movies are awesome, dude. Yeah. I don't know why. I guess because I like magic. Yeah. And right now, there's a show on CW with Penn and Teller called Fool Us, and you do magic, and then they try to. It, you're trying to do a magic trick. They don't know how you did. Ah. Ooh, that's awesome. I, it's awesome. I literally saw a clip of that show last night, and I was pretty impressed. There's some dude doing. Car tricks, and he he was, he was implementing smoke into it, and he did a really good job. It was awesome. The one last night, uh, or I'm sorry, from a couple nights ago, the guy was using an iPad to do magic tricks, and he would show something on the iPad and then take it out and oh. hold it in his hand. So, like, there's a picture of a like tennis a playing ball. card or a tennis ball, and he would then take a tennis ball. Brilliant. Yes, <laughs> it was impressive. And then they always do a magic trick at the end. Huh. Cool. I recommend taping it. There's a lot of commercials. Okay. But oh, I'm sorry. Good show sorry, DVR in it. <laughs> yeah, you don't tape anything. It. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of commercials. All right, so now the record is. Well, Corbin's got twelve. I have seven still. Cornflake has three, and Sam has four. All right, Whoop. we're gonna take a break, and we'll be back. Welcome to the Thunderdome, bitch. More of the Big Mad Morning Show is next. What's that? Sounds stupid. Ninety-seven five. Good morning. You are listening to the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS, say what you want to say, to 82945. Guy, I love, I don't know what it is about YouTube pranks, but I love watching them. There's one going around now, and we'll get it up so you guys can see it. And it is of a guy... His buddy's sleeping in a car. I'm not clear. Maybe they're on like a vacation or camping or whatever, but he's sleeping in the car. The guy slowly opens the door and starts a chainsaw with no chain on it and puts it to his neck. And the guy runs through the seat. This is the audio of it. Wow, that's freaking cruel, man! Right? That's so mean. The video lost my mind. How scary! The video is even better. uh, If you haven't seen that, and we'll put it up on our Facebook page so you can see it. But he starts the chainsaw, and he's a big dude, and the guy in the seat is a real skinny. Tiny dude. He's just little. And he has no idea what's going on. He kind of wakes up as he's having trouble, and then he puts it to his face, and the guy's freaking out. <laughs> and he climbs over and runs out the back seat, or the other seat. It's awesome. It's <laughs> oh, a fun video. That's mean. Have you ever had anybody play a prank on you? I mean, we have kind of an ongoing one with Sam where we just scare I literally can just hit a wall if I know she's on the other side, <laughs> oh, and, and she scared. will throw. How many items have you broken since you have been here from being scared by uh, throwing them across the room. Like, countless. There's way too many to count. Biggie with his damn foghorn. Like, he used to do it all the time on air, but as many for every time you heard it on air, he did it at least four times not on air. Like, he would always get me with that foghorn and then be like, damn it, why wasn't I recording? Like, 
I, that he literally tortured me with that thing, and I just. I, I'm an easily scared person, I guess. You are an easily yeah. scared person. Like, my family would always pull pranks on me and stuff. When I lived in high school and it was just me and my dad, he would always, like, tie spiders to the back of doorknobs so when it would shut, it would look like it was running after me. Or he would, like, buy <laughs> prank stuff, like, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the tie spiders to the door so it looked like it was running after you? Like fake spiders uh-huh. and with fishing lines so if like you shut the door it would you know drag across the floor <laughs> and it would look like it was running. I'm not familiar. That is awesome. And I would lose my mind because it would you know be in the morning time when I went to go take a shower so I'd usually be in a towel or something and just ah, scream at <laughs> 6 o'clock in the morning getting ready. He always used to pull pranks on me. He bought this thing that like you put in like under the seat of the toilet and I had my own bathroom so you know my toilet lid was always down and it so when you lift it up it would that force of lifting the toilet would make it pop and it was like this little ghoul thing would pop out and scare you <laughs> and I got tortured <laughs> <laughs> that is time. awesome yeah <laughs> so your whole life you have been startled yeah with stuff yeah and I've always gotten Pranks pulled on me. That is awesome. <laughs> I, I think that that's one of those things that you just can't get enough of. Yeah, scaring somebody, there's like a really good feeling about like knowing that you got somebody really good. I never have that feeling, but I see that look on <laughs> You've other tried. people's faces. You, you try. It's really adorable. <laughs> I can't ever get anybody. You're like, hello. <laughs> I'm like, that's not. I'm like, hi, Sam. <laughs> or you hear, hold on, he's coming, hold on. And you'll be like, ah. <laughs> Didn't get me. Have you I ever heard been you. gotten gotten good? I don't. I'm sure I have, but they don't. They, they haven't registered that in my mind. Out? Not like you. Yeah, not no, like you. Me neither. I got pranked in college. Uh, they took a bunch of my school books and opened the, like you know, opened them up and put a bunch of cockroaches underneath them and stuff. And so I went to pick up my stuff, and there were cockroaches everywhere. And I screamed like a girl. Ooh. <laughs> that was pretty. That was pretty. Yeah. Aw- that's pretty awesome. <laughs> But being startled, no. Cornflake, have you ever been? Uh, the only one that really sticks pranked? out to me is well, not really pranks, but Sam scared the crap out of me once, and it was from, my, from what I guess was completely unintentional. I came home from work one night, and she was you know door was closed when we were living together. Uh, I was in the kitchen cooking, and she comes up, she walks in there to get something to drink. Hey, go! And it just, it just I was off guard right. and it got me like like my grab my heart like oh god. <laughs> Ooh. Right, Hi, Sam. Oh my god! Because you didn't know she was yeah. in there. I thought she was asleep, but her door was closed, and apparently she wasn't. Right, so, yeah. she snuck in. Yeah, I need to just try or not try, and that's how I guess I could get people. When I try, hard, right. that's when I ruin it. I guess. Right, uh, Gimpy, uh, you got me once, not too long ago. As a matter of fact, I was coming around the corner in the hallway, not paying no bit of attention at all whatsoever, and you're like, "Hey." Gimpy's really easy to get because he's so loud when he walks down the hall, whether he's trying to talk to people or he's clapping his hands or some stupid, annoying thing. And so it's easy to hide and scare him. Also, he's always so stoned that he's only half paying attention, so it's easy to get him. <laughs> no, I think that's probably the more accurate the more accurate answer. Chris Plank and Balls to the Wall Sports. Tough one for Tulsa's teams yesterday. Of course, the shock are moving. Still had about 6,000 fans show up for their game as they lost yesterday. And the Drillers on the road lost to Northwest Arkansas. 
One more road game for the Drillers tonight before they return home to One Oak for Thirsty Thursday. And I mentioned the score. Drillers lose one zip to Northwest Arkansas. New contract for Adrian Peterson. The restructured deal gives the Vikings running back more guaranteed money on the back end. Giggity of his contract. And Marcus Mariota has agreed to terms with the Tennessee Titans. He is the last first-round pick to sign. And your Chiefs punted on a domestic violence abuser, I guess we should say. Justin Cox was arrested on domestic violence charges for the second time in eight months on Monday. The Chiefs aren't going to wait for the legal process to play out as they booted him. So did not allow him any time. Did not give him a chance to tell his story. He is out. Oh, and a game time was announced for the Tulsa September 12th game against New Mexico on the road. It will kick off at 7 o'clock in Albuquerque. So start times will start to creep in for some of the games we haven't seen yet as we count down and get closer to college football. I am so psyched for football. I am too. I really am. I really am. We should have the college game, the, I'm sorry, the Hall of Fame game at the end of the month, right? Two weeks. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, uh, they, they show up. You get to show up for practices on Sunday in Pittsburgh and Minnesota. So they have their first walkthrough on Sunday, and then it's two weeks from Sunday. And then the following week is when everyone else starts to play and you get the full exhibition season. Boys feel more manly around football season. Like, okay. like I'll agree with that. that yeah. Gets up yeah, you get a little all... bit fired up. And yeah. then when you get to football season, the funny part is you realize, boy, it's a long time between Monday and Saturday. <laughs> you know, yeah, football's here. It's like, oh, it's only Monday. All right, come on. Get here Saturday for they, college football. You will agree, Get here Sunday for college for NFL. You will, will agree, though. They've done all really well on stretching football games oh, up to the Oh, you kidding week. me? We have Monday, then we only have to wait till Thursday. Right, and then you get Friday night college football games. Yes. You get full day Saturday. Well, they, the opening weekend of college football is Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So you get, what? what's that, four straight days yeah. of college football. Uh, and then the NFL starts on Thursday, and they've, they've started doing Tuesday and Wednesday night college football games. Yeah, so, so they've done a good job of you know making, making sure that we never have to miss yeah. football at yeah. all. <laughs> hey, and, and we have more football news coming up next hour. That's Balls to the Wall Sports with Chris Plank on the Big Mad Morning Show. Good morning. It is the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS. Then what you want to say to 82945. Friday, 10 a.m., Fairway to Heaven goes on sale. It is a hole-in-one tournament. And there's a prize on every hole. You could win an awesome prize. Over $200,000 in cash and prizes are up for grabs. You, but you have to be in the, one of the foursomes, and they go on sale at 10 a.m. on Friday. Make sure you visit KMOD.com so you can get all the details about it and you're ready. Friday at 10 a.m. Go to KMOD.com. Time for Stump Sam. And this is where we talk about things that we think Sam's not going to know. It's in a person, a character, or an event. We give her three... Everybody should know. Like events, things, people that most people know. And it gives me a chance to prove how smart I am, actually. Yes. <laughs> Sam's current record is well, I had to do some more digging. And uh, how heavy is that cross? Is it, it heavy? It's very heavy, dude. It's weird. I mean, it looks good on you, though. Thank you very much. Oh, my job. <laughs> Sam uh, lost last time you guys played. I don't remember that. Yes. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, you lost. Um, but well you played. Doesn't sound familiar. Well, well played, Sam. Like, I, oh, I think you may have it wrong. No, yeah. I, it sounds totally familiar because I had to go back and listen to the podcast to find out. I don't so, remember that. With so. that being said, you gambled Trust one that. point. You gambled one point, but you had zero points to begin with. 
So, Sam is officially in the negatives Ooh. with one point. All right. Uh, Sam's going to step out of the studio. We're going to discuss her clues and if she's going to get them. And since Gimpy missed a week, we'll let Gimpy go first. Awesome. Uh, mine's a character. Okay. And I have very much faith that she's going to get it. Very much faith? Very much faith. This is right in her wheelhouse. This is her, uh, right when she was born, she was enjoying these people. I think she's going to get it. All right. I'm not going to cornflake it up like you guys called it last time. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to give her straight up honest clues, and I think she'll get it. All right. What do you think there, cornflake? I think she probably won't get it. It's uh, it's within her realm of knowledge, but I don't think she's uh, too knowledgeable in this one facet of it. Person, character, or an event? Character. Okay. Yeah, it's a uh, American staple, and I just don't think she's going to get the name. Will we get it? Yes. Are you going to cornflake your clues? I think I'm being pretty straightforward with this, though. No. So the answer is yes, then. Yeah, you said that last time. <laughs> Every time he says that. Uh, mine is an event, and there is no way she's going to get it. I think when I give the clues, it will just stump her completely. Cool. And I will not cornflake it at all. Okay. So you so, have zero faith in this one. I have no, zero <laughs> faith in this one. I would like to put a Barry Bonds asterisk and say, she has surprised me in the past, though. Okay. So Yeah, she has. She but has. I have no faith on this one, so. Okay. All right, Sam's going to come back in the studio, and we're all going to give the three clues that we have formulated to see if we can stump her. We should point out that everyone should be giving clues to help her. Oh, cool. Right? Yeah. That's what we agreed upon. Yeah. Right? So everybody should be giving clues to help and not make it difficult for you. With that being said, how much would you like to wager? Two points. Two okay. points. Because is- then that way I'll be in the positive at least. And then if I lose, then I'm, I mean, I'm already in the negative. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. So two are up for grabs. Gimpy missed last week. Uh, so I'm sorry. Gimpy missed two weeks ago. So, Gimpy, go ahead. You can go first. All right, Sam, this is a character. Are you ready? Yes, sir. My clues go as such. High waters. Glasses. Geek. Okay. High waters. Glasses. Geek. Okay. Anytime I heard the word geek, I always think of the word gleek. Right? With the, with the tongue and the spit. you do the thing and you spit and stuff. I've never been able to do it. Neither by my brother would piss me off growing up. And I tell on him and my, my, I'm like, Mom, Scott's gleeking on me. She's like, what? <laughs> what? Everybody's like, you just put your tongue on the roof of your mountain. I'm like, that doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. It's so gross. Like, it's a middle school thing to do. That's not impressive. I can do it. Can you really? Yeah, it's, it usually happens when I get a big, like, early morning yawn. I'm like, stretching. Yeah, but can you do it intentionally? Yeah, let me see if I can. Work it up here. Towards Sam. Yeah, yeah, aim it towards Sam, yeah. Why are you backing up so far? Is it going to be like a stream? It it has. (laughs) What? (laughs) Like the uh, baboons at the zoo. Right. (laughs) All right, let's see. Oh! <laughs> Did he get her? That's that, disgusting. That was a stream. No. That was crazy. Uh, he didn't get me, though. It was more on himself. Right? Gross. It usually works out that way. <laughs> right. With that being said, Cornflake, go ahead. <laughs> All right, Sam, this is the character. Mm-hmm. Super Boo, leading lady, works at Daily Planet. Super Boo, leading lady, works at Daily Planet. Okay. All right. 
And mine is the last one, Sam. Mine is an event. Okay? Mm-hmm. Herman's Hermits, the Animals, and the Beatles. Herman's Hermits, the Animals, and the Beatles. All right, Sam, which one do you have the most confidence in? Which one do you have the least confidence in? Two points are on the line. Okay, the most confident is in Gimpy's, and then the okay. least confident is in Corbin's. <sighs> All right, least oh. confidence you had was mine, and the clues were Herman's Hermits, the Animals, and the Beatles. Why is this the least confident one for you? Because, like, I oh, this is probably some, like, super weird UK festival that the Beatles... The animals and Herman's Hermit like all played at, and I'm not very good at that at all. And like the only like festivals that I know really good is like Woodstock, and I don't think the Beatles ever played there. Uh, and I just I I have no idea. The only thing I can think of is like the British invasion, and that's when like a bunch of British fans or British bands came here. Okay, and I know they called it the British invasion, but I don't think that was like a specific event. Okay, I think that was like a category for like a time-ish but like maybe I'm thinking ah uh, or then I'm also thinking like maybe there was like a late show or something that like the um the Bob Walker show or something <laughs> like I I know that there was a I'm guy not familiar with the Bob Walker show there was a guy that he was like he, he did a lot in the, the black and I know the Beatles played on on his TV show it's like a late night TV show host or something like that but I guess it's not a event oh yeah Ed Sullivan uh, so, so it can't be that because you what just What was the, the name you used? Bob Blackwater? What'd you say? Bob Walker. Bob Walker. I don't know who that is. <laughs> it's a bad alias. Right. Bob Ed Sullivan. Bob Walker. That's going to start being our alias. <laughs> Bob Walker. <laughs> um, I'm just going to... I'm going to go with British Invasion. British Invasion is your guess? Yeah. All right. What? That's correct. Solid. Good clues. Yeah. Uh, what I... Uh, you you didn't know. There's no uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, there is because I got it right for sure. I won that. You didn't win anything because you had the least confidence in that one. Yeah, I know, but I still got the answer right, so I'm excited. Let me have it. No points. I should point out All that pride. I should point out that during the quandary that happened when you were out in the hall, mm-hmm. I said you weren't going to get it, but I had a asterisk, and I said what, Gimpy? You said that she has surprised you in the past. So, Anaconda. congratulations. <laughs> you got the one that doesn't count right. Uh, dang it. That's like acing the practice exam. <laughs> right? Yeah, but like pride is worth more than points. So, you know. Right Not now, in this I game. Feel, uh-uh. I mean, I, for me what personally. What kind of pride do you good. have when you lose? <laughs> All right. I haven't lost yet. We, we don't have any Herman's Hermits in the system. I was looking for it. I'm Henry the Eighth. I am Henry, Henry the Eighth. I am. I am. Yeah. That was adorable. That was awesome. That was so cute. Uh, I would have ne- married to the widow next door. She's been, been married seven times before. before. <laughs> Everyone was an Henry. Henry. Never was a Willie or a Sam. No sir. As an eighth old man, I'm Henry. Henry the Eighth. I am. I am. What Henry the Eighth. I, I loved really this show because the <laughs> moments of obscurity that surface are just awesome. <laughs> I would I expect you to kind of maybe know that song, but as a Beatles hater on the in the other room there, I didn't expect him to like even know Herman's Hermits. Oh yeah, my much name. less be like okay with them. You can thank my mom for that and the movie Ghost. <laughs>
<laughs> the movie Ghost, where Sam's laying in bed next to Whoopi, singing Henry VIII, I am, I am. That is awesome. What an amazing <laughs> moment we just had. All right. So uh, the most confidence you had in was Gimpy's, and that means that Cornflakes will be next. His is a character, Super Boo, leading lady. I, I'm sorry, did I get that right? Yes. Leading lady and works at Daily Planet. Oh, Daily Planet. Um, so I'm What'd you write? World's Daily. Okay. I am going to guess Lois Lane. Okay. Because she was like the leading lady of Superman, and she was like the girl in that show. And um, I don't know what Super Boo, but like I'm thinking Superman's Boo. It's another woman. Another Boo is another name for like girlfriend. Like, oh, you're the Boo. So I think maybe he's trying to give a clue-ish there by saying it's Super Boo. And maybe uh, Daily's Planet was the name of the newspaper that she worked at. So I'm going to guess Lois Lane. Bingo. Nailed it. I love that you claim to be such a superhero nerd, and yesterday you didn't know who Batman was, and Uh, today you didn't know where Lois Lane worked. (laughs) I didn't know the old Batman. It's Batman! It looks like no other superhero. Right, but I didn't know if it was like another person dressed in it. I know the Batman costume, obviously. I should know who that person was. I didn't know if it was some joke I didn't get. Who is that? Batman? (laughs) Quotes. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So I knew it was Batman. I just didn't know who Batman, which Batman it was. Here's something I've always wondered about Superman. He's a giant pussy. Why do you Why? say that? He never made the move on Lois Lane. They never had the thing, right? He had to save the world. He had bigger problems. He couldn't. He couldn't. He needed to sacrifice so that he could help everybody else. Yeah, but he's a guy. What happens yeah. when you get a girlfriend? You start to not do the things you're supposed to do. <laughs> Gets a girl, can't save the world. Right. <laughs> well, so really, he made the sacrifice. Thank you, Superman. Maybe, maybe he couldn't because he'd kill her. Because you think she can handle the capel? <laughs> he does leap tall buildings in a single bound. That's true. She could, I, don't, I don't think she could handle the initial kapow or the baby. He yeah. getting impaled. Oh, my God, a super baby? No yeah. way, Jose. <laughs> Guess who wouldn't need a fertility doctor? <laughs> right, that guy. Superman. He does super sperm. All right. So far, Sam, you have nailed all these. Let's see if you get the one you have the most confidence in, which is Gimpy's. Gimpy's is a character. High waters, glasses... And geek. I think this is Steve Urkel because he goes, "Did I do that?" And he has the glasses and the high water, and he—that was his character was being a geek. All right, Steve Urkel is your answer. Yes. All right, Steve Urkel. The answer is Steve Urkel. Woo! Wow. I swept it today. Uh, 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 uh. Why are oh, you hip thrusting? You have two. Because I'm so excited. I'm now in the positive. I got all three right. I've not gotten all three right in like for as long as I can remember. I'm so proud of my noodle today. This might be the first time you got them all right. I think it is. It oh, might be. Making history, making history. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to tell everybody at this time that when Sam went out to have a smoke break, she came back in and the dawn scared her, and she threw her iPhone across the room. <laughs> yeah, and it was awesome. this weekend I just got a new case and a new like those LifeLock protection things, and it like saved me. Oh, your case matches your couch. Right. <laughs> Suck it, cornflake. Right. Well, congratulations, Sam. Yay! And I'm, I'm, I'm glad you didn't break your phone. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. 
We were talking off air about Gimpy, <laughs> and I wanted to bring this up because it's poignant. Okay. It's to further show who you are as a human being. Okay. Gimpy is limping. I am. If you don't know the backstory on Gimpy, Gimpy was right when we moved to KMOD. No. No, no. no. It was right when you started. And it was in a January or February? It was January of last year. <laughs> and we had had some weather, but it had cleared up pretty good. But our parking lot doesn't exactly uh, drain real well. And there was, uh, our parking lot's probably about the size of a football field in the back of the building. And Gimpy found a spot the size of a hash mark <laughs> to fall on and broke his leg. Broke my ankle, yep. And needed a rod and pins, right? That is correct. Still have the rod in my leg to this day. Right. Well, Gimpy's limping again. Yeah. How long has the limping been going Started on? Started yesterday. Last night, as a matter of fact. Maybe, golly, about 7.30-ish at night. Yeah. And so you had the surgery, mm-hmm. had the recovery. Did you do physical therapy? There was no physical therapy. Doctor said I was fine. And when I came back in here, I started thinking about it because you're like, hey, uh, did you not go to your follow-up? Doctor didn't set a follow-up. Now that I sat back and think about it, he just said, if it bothers you, come back in. We'll take a look at it. Okay, good. So th- there was no follow-up scheduled. Um, I feel like I should ask your wife. Yeah, I feel like that's <laughs> I feel like she's going to answer about. it better than you are, says the guy who didn't go to the dentist for the longest time. Eh, well, either way. She uh, seems to be the brains of the operation. That <laughs> is very much true. Same in my house, though. So. Uh, but you, So you don't think there was a follow-up appointment at all no not at all all i know and and this is the only correlation maybe Mm -hmm. it's different but my mom had hips replacement surgery right and she has a follow-up appointment at 30 days 90 days and then then i think it six months okay nine months and then she has to do yearly once a year after after all those yes yeah he never told me all that he just said if it's bothering you because there is a chance that this rod could get infected right Ooh. Exactly. Gangrenous? It could become if I let it go long enough. But the rod hasn't been bothering me at all whatsoever. Um, it would bother me. Well, two each is their own. You know, so the it, rod it, would right. bother me. Especially if it's a surprise. Especially a Genghis one. <laughs> <laughs> so it hasn't been bothering me. Everything's cool. So, so I was have, just like, hey, if it starts to itch, you can come back? Well, more itch, burn, ache. You know, just in the rod area. So, so my my foot, it, it's not it's not in the rod area, and that's why I'm not saying anything to the doctor because it's not where it's not where my ankle broke is where the pain that I'm having now. Is. Okay, in correlation to where your ankle broke, where is the pain? It's on the other side, huh? Like, okay, so my it broke right there at the ankle where where the where the leg meets the ankle, and this right here where it's hurting now is more on the top of the foot on the other side. Okay, does that make sense? No, because your ankle's the whole thing. <laughs> well. Either way, it's on the top of my foot. On your it's left not, side. Yeah, on my left side. Okay. It's, it's, it's on the top of the foot, not at the break. So, I'm, yeah, I don't know what it is. I, is there like any, is there any metal over on that side where it's hurting? No, no. The only metal that's in my leg is, is the two pins up towards the knee that's holding the top of the rod in. And then the pins at the bottom, at the ankle, where it's holding the rod in. Maybe it's like, you know, a screw came loose and it's down there jiggling around. You ever done that? Like you have a container or something and you're like, how am I ever going to get that screw? Yeah. You got to have a special tool to get down there. Yeah. A magnet or something like that. Maybe a screw's gotten jimmied loose and it's falling down your leg and it's down on the left-hand side. (laughs) Maybe so. Maybe. You're not the guy 
correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. You're not the guy who will go to the. You're not very uh, proactive mm. in taking care of yourself when it comes to doctor appointments. No, I'll deal with it until I absolutely can't deal with it anymore, and then I'll say, "All right, doc, let's do this," and then we'll we'll go from there, and I'll do whatever he says to make myself better, for the most part. Right. Ish. What do you mean by that when you say for the most part? The Is there an example part. that you would say you don't follow those directions? If the doctor says don't walk on this at all whatsoever and I feel like I can still walk, I'll do it. Now, if he says no heavy lifting <laughs> oh. because you're going to break your leg again, then I won't do it. I won't lift anything heavy. I'll make somebody else do it. I don't know if anybody caught that. Gimpy's like, I'll do whatever it takes unless I don't think it's appropriate. <laughs> That's right. It's my <laughs> body. <laughs> That's not doing everything it takes. <laughs> it's my body. I'm Gimpy, man. Both sides of the mouth, man. That's right. Uh, so how long are you going to deal? On the scale of 1 to 10, 10 being really bad pain. Mm-hmm. I don't think what you experienced in the parking lot is a comparable example right. of pain. That was beyond the normal oh, Yeah, pain you can deal with. 10 being bad, uh-huh. 1 being not bad. What is it? The the only time that it would peak at a 10 is because it comes in waves, man. It really doesn't hurt until I step on it like the wrong way. I don't know right. how I step on it the wrong way, but when I do, it shoots this pain through the top of my foot, and I will give that a solid 10. It oh, hurts damn, like a bastard. And and But it, like I said, it comes in waves. It's cool for about 20 minutes, and maybe I'll go walk or I'll step wrong or whatever, and then it shoots that pain through, and I'm like, well, this sucks. God, dude. Yeah, that sounds horrible. Yeah, it does. That sounds really horrible. But like I said, it comes if it was a consistent sort of pain, like every time I step down, it shot this pain through me, then I'd probably go see the doctor today. But it's not consistent, so therefore I'm not going to go see any doctor anytime soon. So I just Googled quickly, okay? I Googled uh, pain that comes in waves and fluctuates in intensity in foot. Okay. Is that accurate? Yeah, that sounds about okay. right. Okay. So it, it auto-filled to kidney stones. <laughs> so I'm sorry. <laughs> what? I'm sorry you have kidney stones. <laughs> That's horrible. Well, at least they don't have cancer. How did they get to kidney stones? How does that? <laughs> your ankles are in your foot, dude. Come right. on. <laughs> that seems bizarre. All right. So how long? Because 10, I got to be honest, 10, I wouldn't wait at all for me. 10 is I'm going, I need to make an appointment now. Right. Because most doctors are like, okay, uh, I can see you in 2016. Right, right. I'm going to, I'm going to let this ride a little bit. If it continues like this in the waves and spurts that it has been, uh, if it's like this on Friday, then after it's all said and done, I'll go to urgent care, doctor. You'll go to urgent care? Oh, yeah. Why? Because I don't have a doctor. I haven't picked one out yet. Right. You go back to the doctor that saw your foot. Well, that means I got to go all the way down to St. Francis. I got to see even if he's there for that right. fact, because doctor, this doc is all over the place. Right. And it wasn't even that doc that, I, that discharged me. It was his assistant anyway. Right. So I got to hope that he's there. Right. And it's just too much of a pain in the neck. So right. I and you got a three-mile drive right. to St. Francis. And you got another foot. I mean, <laughs> yeah. what's the big deal? That's all overrated anyway. Why don't you just get a doctor? Because I haven't gotten to that point in my life yet. I, look, I don't go to the doctor <laughs> the enough. The point that you're living? Yeah, what's the point? I mean, I don't go to the doctor enough to make one. This is my regular, okay? Do you know what baselines are no. in terms of the medical industry? No. Baselines are things to compare you to. Okay. So, like, 
going to your doctor when you're healthy and having checkups is a good thing because there's a baseline. So when you are sick okay. and they take your blood pressure, they can compare it to a time when you were normal or any of the previous other times you've been there. Okay. So they can see the abnormality. Uh-huh. If you go into the doctor and you're like, I don't feel well, feel well and your blood pressure high, and this is only as an example, mm-hmm. your blood pressure is high, they're going to go... Wow, your blood pressure's high, and you're going to go, okay, that must be the problem. Right. What if your blood pressure's always been high? Right, Then you right. get misdiagnosed. Right, because I don't... put you down. <laughs> PD, we're going to PD you. As long as you take me for one last ride around sure. town and put a Dude, beer in a bowl. I'm my good. pleasure. What time are we leaving? No. And you're paying for it. Right. I'll, no, I'll pay. I'll be happy to take you, let you run around uh, Driller Stadium. Right? One Oak, we can go Thanks. have a beer and a burger, man. I'll, yeah. Can the Hooters girls pet me too? Yes. Yes. Nice. Yes. I'd be happy to tie you to a leash. <laughs> Uh, like you have to pasture. So, mm-hmm. so are you the kind of like? Have you told your wife? Do you tell your wife when you're having issues like that, or because she'll make you deal with it, or do you just not talk about it? No, like yesterday, she was behind me while I was walking. Uh, I was walking, carrying the laundry back to the bedroom from the laundry room to the bedroom, and that's when I stepped down and I said what I said in there. Right, and she said, uh, "What? What?" what's wrong what happened and i told her she's like oh oh okay and that was about that so i mean we're both on the same page of if it bothers you anymore go ahead and go to the doctor if not just let it ride another reason to not go to urgent care and go to your doctor uh-huh. is the copay's way less over oh, at a doctor anyway mm-hmm. yeah I didn't know that. I thought it's all the same. What is it, 30 bucks or something uh, jive like that? I think I, that's how my insurance I is. I should say, with my insurance, mm. it's, it's different. Because mm. I, I use the wife's I see. insurance. So maybe, it is, maybe you're right on that. Could probably are. Either way. Uh, okay. So Friday. When you say Friday and it's all said and done, then you'll deal with it. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? That, in, in gimpy lingo, mm-hmm. does that mean Friday you'll call or Friday you'll do all your stuff, wait for the weekend, and then Monday you'll call? Like, how does that work? No, you'll just get really stoned on Friday, and that's yeah. dealing with it. Yeah. yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. I will do the show like we normally do and wrap up all my little stuff at the end like I normally do. And then if it's still bothering me at 1, 2 in the afternoon when I'm finally out, then on my way home, because there's an urgent care right down the road, uh-huh. I'll stop by and say, hey, look at my foot. Okay. That's fun. Okay. I think, I think you should get a doctor. I think you should go to the doctor that did the procedure. That would be, that's just the way that I would operate. Mm, okay. That, I'm not saying that's the right way. I'm just saying that's the way that I would operate. And I, that might be an option. Who knows? You had, the man placed a rod inside Right, your and you're going to go to another doctor who's never seen you before and been like, wait, you have a rod in that leg? Like, I can't touch this. Somebody else has already worked on this. Go back to the doctor that did that. Doctors talk, and they have, you know, they can share the uh, records or whatever, you know, and... Right. Dr. Just, Jim calls Dr. Bob. and, and He's going to make you go pick it up from your old doctor, having you er, drive to St. Francis and then bring it to him. So no, you're going to have to do that anyways. No, no, I say, hey, doctors, this cool thing called the Internet nowadays, email him over there. You don't seem like up. the proactive, aggressive person that would say anything like that. You don't know that. Yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> I do. All right. All right, buddy. Okay. All right. Good, doctor good says deal. it's all good, all man. All right. Yeah, drive to a you know, quarter of a mile. I ain't doing that. No way. <laughs> the house is a I'll lot closer. It's a waste of time. Years. Nothing the green stuff can't take care of. Right. Is right. So what am I going to do? I'm going to go home and self-medicate, put my foot up, and everything will be all right. Have you heard you the sto- lay off the weed. Right. Have you heard the story about the, um, they've been doing studies on smoking pot, because it's legal in some states now. Yeah. A lot more studies have kind of surfaced, and they've done a study on the um, edibles and on smoking pot, uh-huh. and they're finding that the type of high you get uh, using edibles isn't high. 
that they think there may be some sort of a placebo effect in there. Really? Like, yes. What? Because you're not getting the THC Uh like you would be. And listen, uh, put your phones down. (laughs) I'm just telling you what I heard. It doesn't mean it's factual. Uh I'm just, I found it interesting because I would have think if you're using pot, then yeah, it's all good, man. Yeah. But apparently somewhere in the process of uh, the baking or cooking or whatever mm-hmm. negates the chemical reaction or some you know scientific nerdy stuff and that you don't get high off edibles as you would have smoking right. and it doesn't work as well you're not even getting the THC or the mo- the protein molecules that uh-huh. you get when you smoke uh, that give you that high and that edibles actually aren't that big of a deal you're just eating a cookie Yes, essentially. 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 <laughs> yeah. you're, you're having O'Doul's. Wow. I don't know I, if I believe that. I, I don't, don't believe it either. I, I disagree. Because yeah. O'Doul's. <laughs> I said settle down. Because <laughs> O'Doul's has alcohol in it. Very little, but you're right. It does have some. And that edibles do the same thing. I, well, th- I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna have to put that to the test. I'll see if I can't find the article, because it's, it's one of those things, and see if we can't get the person on, because that is, that's huge. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people that only do edibles. Yeah. And and they 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 act like you would as if you they just got done smoking a doobie or whatever. Yeah, I've heard now it takes a little bit longer to break into your system, you know, like as if you just straight smoke it or whatever. Right. Um. And and I've heard it's totally different kind yeah. of high, but I never heard of the placebo. The effect. article also went on to say that just because like you eat a cookie and I eat a cookie mm-hmm. doesn't mean I'll get high like you get high or I'll get high when you get high. Um, because of the way people's digestive system uh-huh. works. Because we're different people. Yeah. Okay. People digest things differently. The way the body absorbs things is differently, which huh. I found totally compelling. I don't know how many times I've eaten shrooms with people. Right. And we're like, we all get, we all act the same. It's, uh-huh. I'm like, oh, we were totally, I've been with people like, I'm so high. And we're like, we didn't give you anything. Right. <laughs> and they're just acting because you guys are acting yeah. that way and they want to feel like part of the group. It was, wow. it was bizarre. I thought it was really compelling. Huh. Fun. Yeah, send me that article. Yeah. I'm going to check it out. You won't ever read it. All right. No. <laughs> uh, we're going to take a break. We've still got the top five songs, and we'll be back. More of the Big Mad Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Yesterday, we watched the trailer for the new Leonardo DiCaprio movie. The, what was it, uh, Cornflake? The Revenant? Yeah, some, some awesome R word. The Revenant, Revenant. yeah. yeah. Uh, it looks awesome. It's a story, apparently, of, from true events of this man who, the, and his crew who were bear hunters back in the day. And his buddy, played by Tom Hardy, um, who's an awesome actor. When you see the trailer, you'll go, that's Tom Hardy. It doesn't even look like him. I didn't recognize him. Either. Right. One of my favorite things about him as a character as you can never tell, it's him. And he, uh, they try to kill him and leave him for dead. And he comes back with a vengeance. <laughs> it looks awesome. It does look badass. It's from the guy that did Birdman and uh, a couple other movies. So the cinematography is just awesome and dark and evil. Birdman's supposed to be on HBO, I think, August 1st. Have you not seen it? I haven't, no. Dude, you'll love it. Like, it, it, it looks amazing. I totally you'll love it. it. It's so quirky. Awesome. It's so quirky and weird and artsy. But I thought it was awesome. Sold. I, and Ed Norton is brilliant in it. Yeah, he's awesome in pretty much everything. And who's the redhead that is in it? And she was in The Help. That Emma something? Emma Stone. Yeah. She is smoking her. hot in it, too. Love yeah. her. Um, but I was reading some movie stuff that I didn't know this. Did you know Silence of the Lambs is a sequel? 
No. Yeah, it's a sequel to Manhunter. It's the first Hannibal Lecter movie. It came out in 1986, and it made $8.6 million. It didn't have Anthony Hopkins in it. Manhunter, huh? They remade oh. it in 2002 as Red Dragon. Oh, okay. Hmm. Oh, that Red Dragon was all right. I'd be honest, didn't see it. It was all right. It was a... Uh... Ralph or R- R- Ralph Fiennes or Ray Fines? Ray Fines, yeah, that yeah. He was a he was a serial killer and uh, there was he fell in love with this woman and she was blind and he had these terrifying dragon tattoos all over him and uh she was blind so she just got to know him, didn't actually see his appearance or anything like that and there was a part where uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman is in a wheelchair on fire rolling down the street. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome. That was pretty cool. I am sold. Uh, <laughs> let's get Chris in here in Balls to the Wall Sports. Big 12 Media Days wrapped up yesterday. No starting quarterback named for Oklahoma. Don't be surprised by that. It looks like a two-man derby. Between Baker Mayfield and Trevor Knight. Now, Knight was in Dallas representing Oklahoma. Uh, don't read too much into that. Trevor's a good spokesman for the for the franchise, so I wouldn't I would not read too much into that. And Bob Stoop says, don't count out Cody Thomas. He, of course, was the baseball player who left the baseball team to focus more on football this season. And Florida State coach Jimbo Fisher at ACC Media Days said he's disappointed with the recent issues within his program, placed full responsibility and blame on himself and the Seminoles coaches. So something to keep an eye on as we inch towards Big Ten Media Day next week in Pac-12 as well. Oh, Marcus Mariota signs a contract. He is now the last signed first-round pick. Drillers lost last night, and TU's start time for its September 12th game against New Mexico will be 7 p.m. That's Balls for the Wall Sports. I'm Chris Plank on the Big Mad Morning Show. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Friday at 10 a.m. Fairway to Heaven foursomes go on sale. Your chance to play in Fairway to Heaven. Chance to win over $200,000 in prizes and cash that are available. If you make hole-in-one on one of the 18 holes that you and your foursome will be playing. And again, those go on sale Friday morning at 10 a.m. If you need more, you need to hit KMOD.com to find out everything all the details, specific whatnots that go on with that. Let's do our top five songs. We do them every Wednesday at this time. It's time for the top five songs. This week is the top five father-daughter songs from Seaman Sam. Now here's Corbin and the Minions with this week's list. What prompted you to want to do this, Sam? Because you had a baby. You have a little daughter. And so I thought it was a relevant list this week. Okay. Plus, father-daughter songs get me because I love my dad so much and so I already have like a bank of them in my head about like <laughs> which ones get me all weepy so I thought that they would be good songs for you so you could pick one to love okay well go ahead oh damn it <laughs> do you not want to do it I get nervous okay no listen challenge accepted all right Song number five on the top five father-daughter songs by Seaman Sam is a song that was released in April of 1997. The title track from the artist's third album, it reached number one on the adult contemporary charts in U.S. and Canada, and there have been multiple covers of the song, predominantly by country artists. The song was written for the artist's daughter's 16th birthday. Number five on the top five father-daughter songs by Seaman Sam is Bob Carsley and Butterfly Kisses. Bob who? Carsley. 
Carlsley? Carsley? Uh, it. It's your list. Carls- the person that I know, this is the, the original one. The person I know, I thought it was Phil Collins saying it. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, she, the guy does look like Phil Collins, so I will give you a pass on that. Okay, one more note. I did typo his name. Oh. What is it? It's Carlisle. Yeah, I thought it was Bob Carlisle. Oh, I, I forgot an L in the name. You too. God dang. All right, Sam, intro it again. <laughs> Number five on the top five father-daughter song, Bob Carlisle and Butterfly Kisses. For butterfly kisses after bedtime prayer, sticking little white flowers all up in her hair. Walk beside the pony daddy. It's my first ride I know the cake looks funny, Daddy But I should try it Oh, with all that I've done wrong I must have done something right To deserve a hug every morning And butterfly kisses at night Yeah, this song is awesome it's we should, awesome. We totally listen to this next verse. This is oh, is it the next verse you think that's going to get me? Yeah. Okay. Good old Bob Carlisle and Cam Woody. Sweet 16 today. She's looking like her mama a little more every day. One part woman, the other part girl. To perfume and makeup. From ribbons and curls Trying her wings out in a great big world But I remember Butterfly kisses okay. Yeah Are you gonna Are you gonna cry this, this song got me misty yesterday Really? This is the one on the list that got It's me. a great song, man Dude. It's a great song Yeah Okay, Sam, I got a question for you um, Let's say your dad wrote this and he shows up to your, you know, a dance on your 16th birthday Ooh. and sings it to you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, really? Such a sense. <laughs> Do you need me to finish, Sam? This time, I don't know how this is coming. <laughs> Number five on the top five father-daughter songs by Seaman Sam is Bob Carlisle, Butterfly Kisses. Cornflake, what did you think? See, this is... I don't agree with the placement. I think it should have been a lot higher, but thumbs up, man. It's totally, it's the, this is the first song that came to mind when she came up with the idea for this. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. I agree. All right, Sam. Uh, I give this song a thumbs up. It was very, I didn't realize this was so much. No, thumbs up. Sam is giggle crying. Uh, Gimpy, what do you think? I got to give it a thumbs up, man. It's a great father-daughter song. I do have to agree with Cornflake. I think it should be a little bit higher on the list than five, but thumbs up nonetheless. Yeah, I give it a thumbs up, too. Uh, It is a great song, totally emotional. I'm going to uh, think it should be higher on the list, but I will give it a thumbs up. Uh, Moving on to number four on the top five father-daughter songs. Came out in 2004. It's the third single from the artist's second studio album, Heavier Things. It reached number one on the Billboard Adult Pop Songs, and the song has sold over one million copies and received a Grammy for Song of the Year in 2005. The lyrics are about treating your child right as it will affect them for the rest of their lives. Number four on the top five father-daughter songs from Seaman Sam is John Mayer and Daughters. Father's bigger to your daughter. Daughters will love like you do 
John Mayer and Daughters on the top five father-daughter songs by Seaman Sam Cornflake. What do you think? Uh, yeah, it, it's all right. It's uh, the song called Daughters by John Mayer. I wasn't expecting him to have anything, you know, but man whoring to do. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I, I'm gonna thumbs it down because I think it's a little off topic. I I understand. Uh, Sam, off topic. This song is about like treating your daughter right because like. She's going to learn how to love from you. And in the song, we're talking about, like, that skin that she's standing in. It's the same that she's been standing again in the same day she saw him walking away. And now she's left cleaning up the mess he made. Meaning, like, when her dad walked out, like, it affected her and how she loved her husband. And it's just, I think it's a great song because you, when you're growing up, like, you look for your dad to open the door for you and treat, like, you look for your dad to treat you like a lady and show you how a gentleman should treat you. And that's what this song is about. Like, a dad has our responsibility. I think it's beautiful. Thumbs up. And so John Mayer can step in and slay. <laughs> that, yeah. Gimpy. <laughs> yeah, I've got to give this one a thumbs down, too. I'm not a huge John Mayer fan. He, he's all right, right? But this one just isn't grabbing me like, let's say, Bob Carlyle did. So Carly's. Carlise, my bad, Bob Carlise. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give it a thumbs down. Yeah, I am a thumbs down on this big time. I am not a fan of this song on this list at all or him singing it. So I'm a big fat <laughs> on this one. <laughs> Top five songs, uh, father-daughter songs that have been put together by Seaman Sam. Number three on the top five father-daughter songs came out in 2007. It's from the artist album Greatest Hits Volume 2. It featured in the movie Flicka. I don't even know that movie. It's a, movie a horse about a horse. movie. It's a horse movie. Okay. <laughs> and it was nominated by the Broadcast Film Critics Association for Best Song in 2006. They have an association for everything, man. <laughs> um, all right. So number three on the top five father-daughter songs by Seaman Sam, Tim McGraw, and My Little Girl. know the road that'll lead you home again go on take on this old world but to me you know you'll always be my little girl oh this song makes me sick <laughs> when you were in trouble that crooked little smile Milled my heart of stone Now look at you I've turned around And you've almost grown <laughs> Sometimes you're asleep I whisper I love you In the moonlight at your door As I walk away I hear you say Daddy love you more Alright That is number three Tim McGraw, My Little Girl <laughs> On the top five father-daughter songs by Seaman and Sam. I think Sam just wanted these songs. Uh, Cornflake, what do you think of uh, Tim McGraw? Uh, it, it's sweet. It's uh, In the music video to this, watched it yesterday, it was Tim McGraw on a stool singing and the band's sitting around him all looking at him lovingly and everything. And then it cuts to a montage of the girl yeah. petting the horse and just like, oh, I've never seen the movie, but it's the woman horse 
romance, I guess you would call it. <laughs> That's a totally different movie, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Did it have two guys? <laughs> <laughs> and the guy died? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sam. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. All right, Sam, what do you think? Tim McGraw. Oh, thumbs up. This last verse is like, oh, the verse that gets me the worst, because it's this part. Between you and Sam, what do you think? Thumbs up. I remember when this song came out, like, I couldn't even turn the radio on and not fall because it reminds me of my dad, and it's so pretty and beautiful, and only your dad will love you the most. It's so pretty. I thumbs up. I love it. <laughs> All right. Wow. I'll give you a second, Gimpy, to dry your tears. Uh, go ahead, Gimpy. Oh, man, I got to give this one a thumbs up. I hear this, and I think of my two daughters and, and how much they've grown. It seemed like just yesterday I was in the hospital holding her. You know, oh, in my just... my little arm, you know, and and just fit the... perfect. The only thing that's ever fit perfectly <laughs> in that arm, <laughs> absolutely right. It Besides is the Pringles can, perfect right. cradle arm. So uh, I give it a thumbs up, man. Solid. Yeah, I mean, how how can you hate on that? Except for the horse <laughs> reference is a little bizarre, but I'll go ahead and, and give it a thumbs up. If you have a list you want to submit to us, it's real easy. You just email us the five songs, title and artist, to show at kmod.com. Show at kmod. Dot com. If you uh, have a song you think should be on this list, make sure. Is there some good ones coming in? Yeah, well, there's a text that came in here, and it said, uh, "It said this should be renamed the top five songs picked by Seaman Sam while she deals with her daddy issues." <laughs> Dick. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, all right, moving on. Number two on the list is for. Uh, the top five father, father, daughter, <laughs> uh, the daddy issue songs for Seaman Sam. Uh, Stevie Wonder, I'm sorry, I'm totally messing this up. I'm so disheveled now. Uh, came out in 1976. It's from the artist's 18th studio album. The song did not chart because the artist requested that it not be released as a radio single. The song's intro and outro in the album version contain the artist's daughter making baby noises. That's so cute. Number two on the top five father-daughter songs by Seaman Sam is Stevie Wonder, Isn't She Lovely? You hate this song. Stevie Wonder is number two on the top five father-daughter songs by Seaman Sam. Cornflake, what do you think? Can I feel like I'm shopping for groceries? Use <laughs> <laughs> that. Yeah. Stuck in an elevator. Yeah. Oh, Waiting for the dentist to call your name. <laughs> uh, it, it does belong on the list, though. It, it, it's one of the first ones that came to mind when we were talking about it. So, uh, thumbs up. It's about his daughter. Per- fits perfectly. Lower on the list, though. All right. Sam, what do you think? Thumbs up. I love this song. It's so beautiful. 
Oh, it's such a good daddy song, and like you, when he sings it, you could tell how much he loves his little baby Aisha. I love it. Thumbs up. Gimpy, I'll give it a thumbs up. It it belongs on a list. I think it should not be number two. Maybe a little bit uh, lower on a list. Uh, but it's good. It's happy. It's upbeat. And it's Stevie Wonder. I mean, come on. Thumbs up. Yeah, I love this song. I love Stevie Wonder, man. Yes. I wonder how long it took him to get the right keys. That's the thing I always think about when I hear him play. Because he is an amazing pianist. Oh, yeah. But it took him a while, right? There was a while they were all off note by like one or two spots. <laughs> like he was sitting in the wrong spot. Yeah. And he was just one over. Yeah. yeah. He's like, can someone move me over? Uh, he's blind, for those that don't know. <laughs> what? No. An 18th, 18th studio album. Yes, in 1976. Freaking crazy, yeah. Yes. Dang. He's a stud. Uh, so, I mean, he's, what else is he going to do? <laughs> 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 he doesn't have to mow the yard. He's not like picking out a wardrobe or anything. <laughs> His wardrobe was always stellar, man. He's always got badass clothes on. These days, it looks like he's getting ready to get baptized. <laughs> What? Is he like dressed in white robes? It's just a big white robe every time he plays now. Okay. Yeah, roll out of bed, throw the old you know, baptism robe on. Uh, I mean, I got to be honest. If I could just wear a robe all the time, I would. Seriously. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Except when I had to go to the bathroom. I don't know how girls do it. I guess you have to pull it up over your Yes. Neck yeah. Oh, God. Well, you, you tie it in a knot. What? Yeah, that's the way you do. You like have like a long dress on, especially you have buttons. You just pull it up to your hips and you tie it in a knot. That's the way you. That's how you get it so it doesn't drop anywhere. I never, I never thought hearing somebody describe that would be so hot. But right. <laughs> all right, I, Stevie Wonder. I am, I am a thumbs up as well. If you have a song you think that is missed on the list, that should be put together or we should uh, give attention to. I want you to send it to us via text, BMMS, and what that is to 82945. And if you haven't been getting a reply, a reply back, it's because something's wrong with it. Calm down. You're not blocked, you babies. We're still getting them. God dang, you are being babies. My <laughs> block. Uh, number one on the top five father-daughter songs by Seaman Sam came out in 1996 by Peter Belvgod. Belgvod? Belgvod. Belgvod. By Peter Belgvod. <laughs> Mother was American. Dad was Russian. <laughs> Peter Blugvod. Here in the 2007 movie Knocked Up, and according to the artist, the lyrics are about a parent's unconditional love, yet is a cautionary tale saying that one's own selfish behavior will be passed on to the children. Well, this sounds lovely. <laughs> this sounds like a well-placed number one, Sam. Number one on the top five father-daughter songs is Luden Wainwright. And daughter. That's my daughter in the water. Everything she owns, I bought her. Everything she owns. That's my daughter in the water. Everything she knows, I taught her. Everything she knows. Everything I say. She takes to heart Everything She takes She takes apart <laughs> That's my daughter in the water Every time she fell I caught her Every time she fell That's my daughter in the water Every time I fought her Yeah, I lost every time All right, 
Wainwright with daughter number one on the top five father-daughter songs by Seaman Sam. <laughs> Cornflake, what'd you think? Uh, the first time I'd ever heard it was yesterday. I just, it's a jaunty, fun song. I disagree with it being number one. I like it, but I, for replacement, I'm going to thumbs it down. All right. Sam, what do you think? Oh, I think it's so beautiful. Every line is so pretty. And, like, I actually forgot about this song, and Gimpy reminded me yesterday because it gets him a little emotional, too. And I played a little bit of it for Cornflake and just started crying. It's so sweet. I didn't know it was about being selfish. I had no idea about that. Maybe that's why I like it so much. But it's just, like, so cute and pretty. Every time she fell, I caught her. Oh, God, it's so sweet. Thumbs up. Gimpy. Yeah, I got to give this a thumbs up as well. It's, uh, it's, it's, John's right. It's really, it's, uh, it's a jaunty. It's very happy. It's upbeat. It's solid. I think it's good at number one. So I'll give it, I'll give it two thumbs up. All right. Uh, eh, it's adorable. It's an adorable song. Number one over Butterfly Kisses? Yeah. It's my list. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> uh, it is a cute song, and Luden Wainwright is awesome. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and guess I'll give it a, thumbs up, though. I adamantly disagree with the placement on it. Uh, If you have a list you want to send, show at KMOD.com is the place to send it. This is one that somebody recommended to me already, and this is Paul Simon and Father Daughter. And never leave till I leave you with a sweet dream in your head. Typical Paul Simon. I'm gonna watch you shine, gonna watch you grow, gonna paint the sign so you'll always know as long as one and one is two. Woo! That's there fun. could never be a father loved his daughter more than I love you. Yeah, typical uh, Paul Simon there. Um, another one that was sent. Let's see if it's in here. I'm. I got one. Okay, go ahead. This one, it's it's father daughter song. I hope so. <laughs> That's a father daughter song. Yeah, it's about her, Janie killing her dad. Okay, <laughs> leave it to you. Okay, cornflake. Sure. Sauce. Right. I didn't write it. God. <laughs> I think every text that came in is probably a country song. You right? Uh, yeah, this is one that somebody sent in. I don't know if it's a father-daughter song, but... Uh. My Girl is about a, a girl, if I remember correctly. His love interest. Yeah, Boy, I took it. Texts that are coming in. Uh, Daddy's Girl by Red Savine. Bruce Springsteen, When You Need Me. There Goes My Life by Kenny Chesney. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Angel is the Centerfold. 
That's about the Jay Giles band? <laughs> what? It's about a guy's wife, yeah. <laughs> Posing for Playboy, by the way. <laughs> daddy uh, Issues by Gift Giver? My Daddy Let Me Drive by Alan Jackson. Kenny Chesney again, there goes my life. She Thinks We're Just Fishing, Trace Adkins. Yeah. That sounds like a country song. Right? It is. (laughs) I mean, when you're talking about titles of a country song, something like There Goes My Life kind of sounds like a country song. Mm -hmm. But when you hear, uh, you know, fishing, something about fishing. She thinks we're just fishing. Yeah, that that totally is. Here here it is, if if you don't know this song. And she thinks we're just fishing. Say daddy loves you, baby, one more time. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right? It and just sounds so more, like country artists, it just sounds so more sin- much more sincere. Right. Maybe because it is. Who knows? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's going to be Ch- your Chief father. That, you know what? It is. <laughs> Don't think I haven't already, I've narrowed down my Chiefs attire for her on which one to buy. Does she have baby Chiefs stuff yet? She will. Or are you just going to pass awesome. down your old stuff? <laughs> hey, now. Oh. Hey, you. Ew. Wow, was that one in your pocket, Kimpy? Yeah. yeah, there's no way Kimpy's you can like, I've been waiting to use that one for a while. <laughs> All right. uh, if you have a list, we'd love for you guys to send it to us. Show at KMOD.com. we got to take a break, and we'll be back. More of the Big Mad Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS. Then what you want to say to 82945. A couple texts I'm going to read. Thanks, guys. I work in a shop full of guys. Now I'm crying. Makes me run and run home and hug my little girl. Right? <laughs> Best advice I ever got from my daughter is always give her money and let her know you will if she needs to. To, it needs it so she never does porn. <laughs> Solid. I love how I think Sam's intention was to make you cry and it completely backfired. Oh, yeah. What do you mean? You how did it backfire? You were trying to make me cry. You didn't get a little sad at all? No. Not a tostada? No. You cried way more than I did on it. <laughs> They're sad. To I'm be fair. Cry again. They're sad songs. They're so touching. Right. But to be fair, my baby's only 10 days, like 12 days old or whatever. Yeah, but don't you think about that stuff? Don't you love her? Ugh. Right now, I just want to get her out of the NICU. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was more, more, I'm more worried about losing her than I am getting her home. Oh, that's even more sad. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> that's so sad. What? Because I don't want to think about it. Right. I mean, listen, we're in good shape. It's, she's in good shape. We're going to go home soon, but it's still scary. It's still scary to be in there. So for me, I'm not into the point where I've got all these great memories that I can look back and reflect on that you do with your dad and Gimpy does with his daughters. So, yeah, it didn't get me. Well, you got me. (laughs) (laughs) You made the list. I was expecting it. Actually, like Butterfly Kisses, I was was thinking of those those three major songs, the daughter song, the Stevie Wonder song, and then uh, the... But that Lundgren song, that Gimpy and the Butterfly Kisses, I didn't realize that those were so sad until I like listened to them again. Especially Butterfly Kisses, that one. Goo, that I don't know emotional. how. I don't know how you listen to Butterfly Kiss, Butterfly Kisses, <laughs> and then those other four songs and think it's a five spotter. 
Yeah, because well, I guess because the other ones are like just more a little bit more personal to me, I guess. Like uh, me personally, when I was little, my dad would sing me the "Isn't She Lovely" song, right? And so, and then the the John Mayer one made more sense when I was growing up and like having a good dad and like my relationships that you know how it applies so much to your life. And the Tim McGraw daughter song, like, is just beautiful and i remember being in high school about to leave and like you know that came out right at that time so i think it's just because i have like a personal connection with all of those and then that butterfly kisses i really didn't but then after like we're playing it and i'm reading the lyrics i'm like wait that is really sad <laughs> yes it's, it's the saddest <laughs> father-daughter song of all time i think i th- I think he died in a car wreck shortly after oh, that. Oh, fun. What? I mean, not fun that he died, but <laughs> you think? I, think? I was just trying to look up something on him because I knew he did something else, but I couldn't remember what it was. Do you think that, so he died in a car wreck, huh? I could be completely off, but I think I remember him dying in a car wreck like when that was still a huge song. Oh, This doesn't say he's dead. Yeah, he's 58, dude. Ah. Did you kill him off in your I'm head? I'm confusing with then, but. Right, he's he's still cranking out some tunes, man. <laughs> kind of looks like King Daddy. You think so? Yes. I think he looks oh like Stephen God, King a little really bit. He really does. I think if he put glasses on him, he'd look like Stephen King. Wow. I he's Bob Carlyle is an American contemporary Christian singer-songwriter for those that don't know. And I mean, his experiences on the road and performing, I would think are way different than like Michael Bolton. Why do right. you say that? Because I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to compare too far to like Kiss or Motley Crue because obviously the genres of music are different, okay, right? Okay, okay. So, but you put someone in there like Michael Bolton. In a comparable uh, realm of music. Yes, yeah. yeah. Genre. It, J- Michael Bolton was na- killing it on the road. Oh, yeah. With his long yes. locks. Yes, yes. just bringing in the booty. Yes. <laughs> How am I supposed to live? How am I supposed to live yeah. without you? He sings from his gut. Funny dude, too, by the way. Yeah. He is hilarious <laughs> when you see him do cameos and stuff. It's a guy you're like, ah. And then didn't he marry Sharon Stone? Ooh, I don't know. And if I feel like that's something like that. He married somebody that I was like, damn, he got the lady with the legs or something like that. Because you're like, how does she was had the image of being a partier, and then he had the image of not being a partier. Though you knew he threw it, and you don't grow a mullet like that and look, you know, be killer with the ladies. At least not not in that day and age. Nicolette Sheridan. Nicolette Sheridan, yes, mm-hmm. super hot. Michael Bolton's a hot older man now. He's pretty attractive. Did you look at him when he was younger? <laughs> with his ridiculous with, hair, with his mullet, and the wind would blow in the in the videos and stuff. I'm sure at that time he could get the business. Oh, my God. In 1983, Bolton auditioned for, but was denied, lead vocalist for Black Sabbath. <laughs> could you only imagine? <laughs> the man can sing. Yeah. Does he sing that song, When a Man Loves a Woman? Yes. He covers it, yeah. yeah. I can proudly announce at this moment we have no Michael Bolton in our system. <laughs> Yay! That's awesome. Right? I was pretty simple. I mean, we got Michael Bublé, but we don't have Michael Bolton. Man, I can't hear Michael Bolton without thinking about Office Space. Right. Right. I celebrate the man's entire catalog. Right. <laughs> right. Do you get that a lot? That must be great. Yes. 
<laughs> well done, Mike Judge. What a brilliant name to give a character in a show and then let that be part of it. Brilliant. Uh, all right, we got to take a break. We'll come back, find out what everybody learned. Tulsa's Morning Show. The Big Mad Morning Show. Oh, I thought a group of Vietnamese people were having their intestines pulled out through their mouths. The assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. All right. So we're going to find out what everybody learned. You tell us your favorite part of the show, 918-460-KMOD. We will go around the room, starting with on my left, going to the right with Cornflake. <laughs> Today I learned Sam wants Corbin to let her have it. And the rod doesn't bother Gimpy. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> Sam, what'd you learn today? I learned that cornflakes into mammogram porn. <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Gimpy will visit a regular doctor when medical marijuana gets legalized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gimpy, what'd you learn today? I learned that Sam needed Corbin to finish for her and that I've got to go home and hug my daughters tonight. I learned that Bob Carsley is the new spokesperson for the Blood Cross. <laughs> and hearing all these father-daughter songs uh, reminded me of like the best father-daughter story I ever heard. And it was about a dad and his daughter going, Dad, what are you going to get me um, for my 18th birthday? And the dad was like, don't worry, I, I'll tell you, it's, it's a long ways off. The daughter's 17th birthday, the daughter fainted. They went to the hospital, they went to look, and the doctor was like, your daughter's got a bad heart. We need to work on it. See if I can. So um, the, she comes back, he comes back to the daughter, and she's like, am, am I okay? And the dad goes, don't worry, I'm always going to take care of you. Fast forward, she gets better, goes home. When she goes home, there's a note on her bed and the note says if you're reading this i had to give you my heart so you could live take care of it i will always love you why'd you tell that story for that reason that, all right yeah. <laughs> all right um go ahead what'd you learn today i learned that a doctor put a rod inside of gimpy and hooks it <laughs> And he paid for it. Yeah, right. I'm still paying for it. Good morning. What'd you learn today? Making history. Henry the Eighth. The Eighth. I am. I am. Superman is a pussy. Every hole has a prize this Friday night. JHPC. Four president. Did I do that? Kicked off the BMMS Facebook again. Damn it. All right. Last call of the day. Last call. Go ahead. All right, today I learned if Seaman Sam doesn't have daddy issues, how do you explain her being a whore? Wow. All right. Wow, that was creative. That really wasn't what you learned. You were more of making a statement. Uh, all right, it's Corbin saying make sure that dishwasher is loaded right. I'm Seaman Sam, and this is her daddy. <laughs> this is Corp Blake. Was that an eagle? Oh, my God. <laughs> this is Gimpy, and I'm sorry. You guys, have a great day. See you tomorrow. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Uh, 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 yeah. Now what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. So for one last time, make some noise. Enter password. 
Corbin. New messages. The Big Bad Morning Show, I'd like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the freedom act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total douchebag. Douchebag. Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll! It's over! Bicycle Tulsa. <laughs> God bless Tulsa.